Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Atypicals Podcast, Episode 7. I'm here with my co-host, Kyle, and our, not first, I guess, third guest, but pretty pretty more famous than our last guest, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we, are, we are here with <laughs> local Bakersfield radio legend, DJ Rekt. Oh, wow. Thank yeah. you for the legend part. I would say, dude, everyone that I've been saying, like, oh, I'm going to have, I'm not going to lie. I used that to pick up some girls at a club a couple weeks ago. <laughs> you said like, what? No, here's the thing. Did it work? Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't feel so bad then. <laughs> <laughs> you would feel bad if I if it didn't work out? Yeah, because I'd be like, God, my name didn't even help you? <laughs> Wait, what'd you... I'm just curious. What'd you say? So this this well, drunk girl... I was at Casa Tequila, which... Uh, have you ever been there? Uh, no. Well, I... I don't recommend it. I've been to that... <laughs> I've been to that building because uh, I've DJed in there before, but it's some, it's a new... Costaquitas, that's a new spot yeah. for it. But uh it's basically a ghetto bricks. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I understand that. But right. you know, so this like drunk girl literally like fumbled onto our table and I started talking to her and she was kinda cute and all this stuff. And I was she was like, What do you do? And I'm like, Oh, I'm a I'm a podcaster. It was like our fourth episode that we were in. And I was like, Yeah, we're gonna have uh, you know, DJ Rec from ninety four point one. She was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, we're going to have him in the in the studio tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've used I've used your name like before to right. like just be like, yeah, I know DJ Rec from Hot Night 4.1. Everyone's like, whoa, you know DJ Rec? And I'm See, like, yeah. As long as it gets positive reaction, I'm all for it. But once I but, you know, with with the uh, with the way things go, sometimes if you get a negative reaction, I want to know about it because I want to be mm. like, all right, what did I do wrong to okay. this person for them? I, to hate I will me? be honest. <laughs> there was a couple people, a lot younger people, that I mentioned your name, and they're like, "Who's that?" I don't because they didn't listen to the they radio. The radio, yeah, yeah, it's a different time now. Yeah, it is. But yeah, so uh, why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself, DJ Rec, uh, aka Randy? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I. Uh, wow, where do I start? Uh, I grew up in Texas. Really? Yeah, I grew up in Texas, a a town called San Angelo, which is in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, people talk about Bakersfield, you know, they kind of throw shots at it. Oh, it's horrible here. No, San Angelo is worse. It's I don't want to say it's worse, but it's like small. And you think there's nothing to do here? There is nothing to do there. And I went back there last year to visit family, and there's still nothing to do there. Damn. So it's a really small town. Uh, yeah, well, when I left, I think it was like 40,000 people and now it's 80 and I'm like, okay. it's still haven't cracked a hundred thousand. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. but, uh, I, you know, when I, when I was growing up there, I just got, I was listening to music and I wasn't really into DJing yet. I was just, you know, listening to whatever. And then when I came out, well, I have family out here. And so every summer would come out and visit a uh, family like in Ontario and uh, long beach. And then I would listen to the radio and be like, what is this? Mm-hmm. What is this DJs and all this? And, and then when we moved out here, we finally moved out here. I was like, all right, uh, it's all around. So I'm going to, sure. you know, cause I didn't know any DJs in San Angelo. There was none. There was nothing. Right. So I moved out here and started, um, trying to learn how to DJ. And I ended up learning on my own. I didn't have anybody to teach me mm-hmm. because you know, my friends at the time weren't DJs either. Right. So everybody was like, why are you trying to do that? I'm like, I don't know. What, what else is there to do? Like, <laughs> So it was big here. Was DJing big like here? It at was. All? Yeah, oh yeah, there was. I, and I and I still am friends with a lot of the guys that kind of were around when it started. Well, not when it started, but when I started. Mm-hmm. And um, then you know during high school would do clubs and things like that. I wasn't supposed to be at you know, <laughs> but <laughs> right, right. whatever. Uh, and then I, me and my friends would uh, like go down to like 
Melrose Avenue, Sunset Boulevard to go record shopping because that was the time you would you and and that was the first time I had ever been places like that. Right. And man, it was wild. Like, <laughs> like the craziest time was when we went down there during like like the Tupac Biggie beef. Ooh. Oh wow. Like I was like, so many people. You'd go to record stores, and most of the record stores would have like a hip hop section and it would be big or whatever, but they would put all the East coast music in the back, like on a stack. They wouldn't even and like, they're like, we just get it, but we don't want, you know, we're just having it here because yeah. we have to, they just didn't want to be a part of it. Yeah. The, uh, the and feud. I'm like, come on. Or no, they were taking the West coast side. Oh, right. 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 They're yeah. like, we're not even going to give it the respect. But they of, still wanted to sell. Them. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, man. And, um, you know, I, and, I was like, man, and I started getting like, oh, right, this is kind of fun. So then like twice a month, we'd go down there and I would just get records and start doing parties. And I would even get records that I didn't really care for. But, you know, when you're doing a party, you need it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, why am I buying Ace of Base? But hey, this is what they <laughs> want, man. Like, <laughs> Or Macarena, whatever song is popping, dude. Like, I, I might even have a Billy Ray Cyrus record at the house. Because, I mean, people back then just they didn't care. They wanted to hear whatever. Right. You know, and um then I think it was, oh, maybe 90, 98, where I, I got on the radio for the first time. Mm-hmm. But it was from a club, a, a club called Aldo's here in town, which is, it just got demolished like last year. And it's now a gas I think I remember, I never went to it, but I remember, I remember like passing by it. Yeah, it's a, it's a club that uh, was mostly a Spanish music club. But on mm-hmm. Fridays we had a, they, we had a club night, me and my friends that it was on the radio. So whatever you heard in the club was on the radio. Right. right. And um, man, that was crazy. I mean, cause I mean there, it was 18 and over and you would see, I mean, you're not supposed to, but you would see 18 year olds like faded. And right. And you know, when it's 18 and over, you're going to get a lower threshold of people that are younger. So if it's a 21, you'll get maybe 18 and 19 in there. Yeah. But when you're 18 and over, you'll get like a 14, 15 year olds mm. in there. Well, and they're like faded yeah. and getting drunk. I'm like, dude. Mm. No, I've, I've seen that. Like just, I don't, I want you to keep talking, but just a little tidbit. <laughs> One time I went to a, a frat party in, in, at Davis and my brother's uh, fraternity was throwing it and i won't say the name because but uh it was at another <laughs> frat house's house but it was all like you had to have the facebook invite to get in okay uh, and all this stuff so i got in because my bro me and my brother we look a lot alike and all his frat brothers knew me They're like oh what's up little sal his name's sal and i was like oh what's up and then later i mean this was like right before COVID hit this was like early march it was like oh this is recent this was yeah oh wow this is not long ago for you. <laughs> and like i remember he's like oh go get the white claws uh in the truck and i went out and like two guys i knew were at the door so i because i didn't want to go and then come back and have some beef with some dude i didn't know oh, okay. and i went and i was passing these girls who were like oh um these girls that literally looked like 18 but they were like oh go in front of us so they don't check our ids yeah, wow. and, and then I heard one of them was like, "Yeah, I got to go to school on Monday," and this is like co- the colleges didn't have that Monday on, but the high schools had it or had it on. Yeah, and I was like, "Dude, this bitch is like fifteen or sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, and I was like, "Man," and I got in no problem, and all these like, all these like hoes and shit were looking at me like, "This dude, he's getting in," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm getting in." 
<laughs> I mean, that's a crazy thing. Like when you got people that age getting into clubs and and essentially it's it's not really the, the club owner's fault. It's because right. the people at the door, people at the door have so much power. Yeah. And a lot of times some guys or girls, whoever they have at the door can, you know, can do the right thing and make sure that this place lasts a long time or try to get that quick cash from mm-hmm. somebody 15 trying to give them $20, right. $30 to get in. Yeah. Wait, so how do they get in so easily? That's because they're hot. <laughs> that's the, so people oh, wait, just wait, let them because they look hot. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you gotta, well, and then also they most of the time, even girls that are like cute that are young, they still have to pay something. Yeah, because they because these guys or the door people want to get some type of something out of it. Yeah. You know what like, I mean? Isn't there like an age limit or something? Well, like, yeah, but Kyle, I mean, they can just like, slide right in or something. Yeah, like look at me, like I, I mean, you're a, yeah. So like Randy, I use I use a, I use my brother's fake id <laughs> i'm gonna be 21 in january but like and half the time i don't even get carded because i because of the way i look or like when i meet door guys it's usually they tend to like me because i'm like pretty like laid back and stuff mm-hmm. so like when i went to casa tequila the the security was like dude they were dressed like all swatted up they had like vests and guns and shit <laughs> i'm like bro what, what, what are you trying to do like what can you do and i walk in and they patted the guy i showed the guy my id and my is when it's my brother but he has a big beard mm-hmm. and i used to have one too and he's like, man, why'd you shave that? And I was like, uh, you know, it's uh, I just gave some bullshit reason. And he's like, nah, girls like that. And I was like, bro, that that license ID tells TSA, don't let this dude on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and then in my head, I'm like, was that a good line or is that gonna tell this dude, don't let this guy in the club? But oh, he was, yeah. he had that sense of humor and he mm-hmm. just laughed, and like the guy barely patted me down. Like I had a Swiss Whoa. Army knife on me, and he knew I had it, but he just like, oh, what? this guy's not gonna do anything. This guy's chill. You know, one of the craziest stories that has to do with that is I was doing a club one time. Uh, it was called Azul's mm-hmm. downtown, and I remember some, like maybe a day or two after the club had, you know, I finished DJing. I I saw some pictures posted, and it's like these shots of a crowd and it looked really good and then i went back to one i was like wait a minute did i see something and then i i see a couple dancing a guy and a girl and she's like he's like she's like grinding on him and right. he has like his shirt like he's kind of pulling it yeah, up he's a little like, bit uh. <laughs> and but he's not really doing it like to pose he was just doing it because she was you know dancing on yeah. him and when you look closely you can see his gun in his oh, pants shit, and i was like yo man like <laughs> what? how did that get past the yeah door? <laughs> and then i looked at the guy i was like well he must be one of the homies of these guys because he doesn't look like he has any type of personality or you know what i mean like a smooth talker to get <laughs> yeah. in i was like oh come on just man. one of those dudes you see and it's just like how the hell did you even get in here <laughs> yes yes but you know you know kind of like you were saying about age limit it's i i, I use technology as like a, a rated r movie you know it's under 17 not permitted but come but people on, can like get in like, people easily, it's easy so, to yeah. get into that and same thing yeah. with a club you know they have an age limit that's law but man i guarantee you half the time when you go to a club half not half but you know a little less than half for people that are not supposed right to be in. so that's why sometimes sorry to cut you off Kyle, but like when i go and i don't like the club scene like even pre-covid when i was like 19 and stuff like i just don't like the scene like it's cool taking like this time we took a cousin of mine who's newly single and his brother's like a super bachelor, and we all went out to get him to meet girls. And I was designated driver, so I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll take you to go meet girls. Why not?" <laughs> like, because he drove last time, so I was like, "Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll I'll drive you. I'll be your wingman." Like, fuck yeah. Like, I don't care if I'm gonna hate the night. <laughs> but what were you gonna say, man? Sorry, I cut you off. Uh, uh, I don't know what I was gonna say, but I did have a question for you yeah. actually. So I'm really this is a burning question that I've always had, and I don't oh, know because I've known you for a long time, so mm-hmm. I don't know why I've never asked you this question. But where did you get the name DJ Rick? Where I, did that come from? I have no idea. 
What? <laughs> is that the full answer? Uh, that is, I don't know. <sighs> There's no story or there, anything. There isn't. I don't, mm-hmm. The only thing that I can remember that I tell people that might not even be the truth. Right. But, right. but I remember was I was DJing one time when I was really young and, um, there's a guy named um, C minus who C-. he's a legend DJ legend. He used to DJ for I think it was Corn. Oh, uh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, sweet. he was a guy that was one of the first guys that that would DJ uh, like hip hop and like rock and metal music. Oh shit! He's like like literally, and I I'm not saying that because I'm just like I never heard of it before him. Mm-hmm. And he would play like 50 Cent and then he would like mix in Metallica. And like, I mean, it is wild. Right. And I was at a club one time and this is, like I said, like maybe mid to late 90s, all young. And he, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. I DJed and he said, oh, man, you, wrecked, you wrecked it, man. You wrecked it. And I just said, oh, OK. And I just kept it. I don't even because at that time I didn't even have a DJ name. They were just like, what they call you? Yeah. Nothing. They were just like, oh, what's up, guy? Yeah. <laughs> well, because I wasn't at that point, I wasn't really known so i yeah. didn't even get my name on a flyer or right. anything like that you were so just me, like the you just kind of dj the, yeah. the opener or yeah. whatever and me and my friend uh, dj progress which I, you know that's that's he's had that name forever but he you know we went to this place we dj'd and he told me that and i was like maybe i'll use that and he was like yeah why not and i was like <laughs> okay and 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 it took years for me to even get on a flyer so it was like it got it sat on the shelf for a long time because i didn't you know and then when i got on radio in 98 i had to like I had to come up with a name. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. We were talking about that. And we just use it. And it just stuck. I don't. But people would just call you up before that without, like, knowing who you are. They're like, oh, I got a DJ. Like, um, No, like, at that time, I was only DJing with friends. So it wasn't like I would get gigs. It was mm-hmm. always them. Oh, because, I, I you right. know, being that I, we moved out here, I didn't have any family out here. Just mm-hmm. my immediate family. But that's it. No cousins in Bakersfield. Nothing. Right. So I didn't have no contact. So all my friends would get the gigs. <laughs> And then they, I would just tag along. I was like the roadie, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, well, why Bakersfield? Yeah, uh, I don't. Or, you or know why what? Kern County? I guess. Well, my, I, I, it was because at the time I had an aunt and uncle and cousins that lived here. But then when we moved here, because mm-hmm. we would come and visit, but when we moved here, they moved back to Texas. <laughs> so then we, we were like. Uh, Come on, man. So we were stuck here. <laughs> was it just like a big practical prank? We'll get it, him to come in here. <laughs> I'm glad because, man. I mean, no disrespect to San Angelo, but I, you know, like I said, went back last year. I don't. If I was back there, I'd probably be a farmer with twenty kids <laughs> and twenty animals. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm not saying that's bad, but for me, I just didn't want that. A lot right. more's going on for you here, I'd say, than it, it would have over oh, there. Oh yeah, I would. Oh man, I. It, it, my life. I'm not saying it'd be boring, but it'd be boring. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be boring. <laughs> Let me ask you though. So uh, years back, I used like, oh, I'm gonna be a rapper. I was like, but I wasn't doing anything. I was just writing. I didn't even post anything. What do you think of the name Untypical with a K? Does that sound cool or does that sound kind yeah, of stupid? Yeah, I mean, man, the... I think anything could sound cool if you make it cool, man. <laughs> yes. That's a perfect answer there, right yeah, there, right? Because you know what? Let me tell you. There are some rappers out there that have names that I just, or artists that have names that I don't think are dumb, but I just don't get it. Yeah. Like, I love like SZA, but I'm like, where did you get that name? Right. I want to ask her, why did you get S-Z-A? Right. You know, and or like uh, like a new rapper named Little Mosey. Like, yeah, is oh, that his, know. you know, and it's not none about their music, but I'm just saying some of these names, it doesn't even matter. It well, does I, not matter. I think his first name is Moses. I think that's Moses. I think so. I don't know. I, I prefer so. Little Moses to Mosey. <laughs> but like Kid Cudi, I was like, because I've heard. You know, the whole, uh, like, yo, what's up? What's up, Cuddy? But then I was like, where did Kid Cuddy get it from? Because his last name is, his name is Scott Mescuddy. 
Yeah. What? So then his parents or his homies would call him like, oh, Cuddy. So then he released an album, a uh, kid named Cuddy or a kid yeah. called Cuddy. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's a, that's a cool, like as Khan knows, I love playing Kid Cuddy. Like I'm always. Yeah. It's your favorite. Yeah. Because his music, it's just like, I see him as like one of the original alternative rappers. Oh, yeah. Like the guitar solos he uses, like in uh, like Unfuckwittable or like uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm listening to it and I'm like, man, someone could like headbang to this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's crazy how like, you know, that's another thing too. Not just the names, but the music is, it's so uh different now you know hip-hop that's the one thing i see a lot of uh like older people complain about today's rap music and i'm like dude i'm glad it evolved it has to yeah. evolve like that's it, a cool answer i like i like to hear that that you like new yeah because i mean i i, I mean if, if if music if hip-hop sounded the same way it sounded in the 90s i would have been done with it because i'm like okay i get it already but like you know that era stays in the 90s or whatever and then Early 2000s was a good era, too, because that's right. when Kanye really came into his own right. and, and like, you know, a lot of artists like that. And then now, I mean, man, I listen to, I mean, Travis Scott, dude, that guy. Yeah, we were just we were talking insane. about we just talking about Travis <laughs> Scott. Last week, yeah. In the last yeah, episode. Good God. And then him and also, you know, I like um, Juice World. I mean, rest in peace. I mean, mm-hmm. I, that right. was, I was, my son loves Juice World. Mm-hmm. And really? when, yeah, when I told him, because, I mean, he was going to see it somewhere. And I told him and he was genuinely sad because, that's right. you know, that's an artist that he likes. And it's just like, you know, um, you know, it was a loss. And there, that's what I, you know, I, I listen to the music, not just because of my my job. You know, it has to be all current or whatever. But like right. I listen to it. I'm like, man, this is hot. You right. know, and I and then it makes me wonder about my friends. I'm like, man, you guys are just stuck in that era. Mm-hmm. Like I, you can it's no, you know, it's up to you. But I just can't do that. Usually if a song has a cool beat, that's what will catch me about like music today. Mm-hmm. That's like I was telling Kyle with like some early 2000s stuff, like the the sound is, or the singing is good or the rapping. Mm-hmm. But the production was just like. Yeah, all the stuff that happens on the side. Like, like some like yeah. early 2000s, like Snoop Dogg stuff is just like, yeah, his rapping sounds fire. But like the, the you can tell the production was just not like there's there. a lot of work. Yeah, that went so, into it. some of like I and you know, it's funny you say that. I remember I went to a, a speaking to Snoop mm-hmm. uh, when he released the one uh, Church to the Palace. I think mm-hmm. That was the name of the record mm-hmm. or the album, whatever. And then I I went to a little listening session and I was like listening to some of the records. I was like. I mean, these are okay, but they're not like hot. Mm-hmm. And then it makes you wonder, like, why artists of that caliber—they're like the older they get, their music quality drops. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's because they're not hungry no more. Like they just put out music to put it out, right? And nothing ever like they've already paid their dues. So I, I, sometimes I would like I'm glad El Cool J ain't putting out music no more mm-hmm. or Queen Latifah <laughs> because it, I wouldn't I wouldn't like it, you right. know. But they're already like legends, so it's like you don't have to do that anymore. I know mm-hmm. you like it, but I, I don't know. I, Some people right. just lose their passion for it too, and then yeah. the quality drops. Right. Yeah. Like I felt that way, or like uh, you know, common. Yeah. Like yeah. his earlier stuff, it was like it was good, but I just didn't. It just wasn't to my taste. But then mm-hmm. I heard him on a Kid Cudi album. He did uh, "Make or Say." Yes. With uh, uh, Kid yeah. Cudi and Kanye West. Yeah. And Lady Gaga the, the, like, on, on acoustic. Yeah. And I was like, man, he this is fire. Mm-hmm. So he's one of those older guys where I would want to see what he could come up with even though yeah. he's probably not hungry no more yeah well like he's doing like uh he's doing movies like keanu reeves he was on he was in john wick too yeah Wait, yeah <laughs> yeah Common, no, i didn't realize that Common <laughs> is is that. a he's a, a thespian now he's not so much i mean he's still a music guy mm. you could tell but he's more i mean the one of the one of the first roles that i saw him in 
was uh, Smoking Aces. Mm. And I remember watching that movie and I was like, comment, Alicia Keys, like, what are y'all doing in this movie? <laughs> like, it was very like, okay. But uh, yeah, I, I, that's one thing that, that's why when the young, you know, artists come out, uh, I mean, I, I love it. I still love it. I I don't care what anybody says. Like, For sure. I, when people tell me that, like friends are like, oh man, today's rap sucks. I'm like, no, it doesn't. You just, you just. You're probably clo- listening the wrong thing. Yeah. yeah and you're just closed minded. And yeah. I, you know. Because I'll be super honest, I don't like a lot of mumble rap. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when people, they say rap, they're talking about that. And I'm like, no, that's a genre. That's a sub of rap and hip hop. Yeah. It's not what it is now. Mm-hmm. So like, like again, Kid Cudi, he's, uh, he teased Man on the Moon 3. Yeah. He wants that. to make the trilogy. And he just came out with a song or a couple months ago with uh, Eminem. Oh yeah, uh, the that's adventure, right, right. The Adventures mm-hmm. of oh, Moon yeah. Man and Slim, and I was hyped for it because I thought it was gonna be Slim Shady, not mm. Eminem rapping. And I was like, we haven't heard Slim Shady in years, years. Dude. but and it wasn't Slim Shady, but it was still pretty fire. Yeah, so like with yeah. a lot of that newer stuff, that's what I like a lot more. And don't get me wrong, I like in fre- in freshman year of high school, I was bumping to like Lil Pump and all that stuff. I mean, I <laughs> like think me and we my friends, were. me and my <laughs> friends, and like his old like 1994 like uh the ford f-150 we were all bumping that to, like his crappy speaker <laughs> hey that's Randy, legendary we, right there man that's legendary. his speakers blow and i literally took a speaker like this big that i bought at the swap meet and we'd put it in the back seat that way we could have listened to music. dude i think everybody has done that i think all young guys i remember when i was younger we uh my family had this old ford tempo right uh-huh. and my buddy at the time was the only one who had a license mm. uh, he got, you know got it before we did so he would you know my parents were cool with him because he was a you know cool guy so they would let him drive us you know and in, in around and mm. and he did something and busted a speaker so what do we do he went to his house and he took out uh from a car that was just on blocks at his house he took out a, a speaker box that had two 12s in it mm-hmm. put it in my family's trunk <laughs> and hooked it up because we didn't have nothing to listen to and he hooked it. i was like this is the most ghetto thing and he goes but you can hear the bass though right and right. i was like whatever so i think that's what i'm sure you felt the bass in that oh yeah it was loud i mean and i was like kind of surprised and then i remember my my dad says hey he's like what's this in the trunk and i was like oh it's a speaker or someone's put it in da, 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 whatever and then he said my dad was like all right like he didn't even care he's like whatever you know uh, i remember a couple years ago my mom's uh truck got wrecked or it uh it broke down and my dad had her drive like a like a ninety two uh, G or like a Tahoe, oh, and the okay. radio was so old it had a, a cassette player in it. <laughs> and I was like, man, I want to listen. And like, I would listen to the radio, but when I went to the Swami, I would look for cassettes, and I oh. bought like the Forrest Gump cassette because it has like the Beatles and like oh, Doors yeah. and all that stuff. The soundtrack. I, yeah. bought, I would just buy movie soundtracks. <laughs> Dude, I'm so, telling you, soundtracks are pretty hype. Like they got so much uh choices on there like sometimes buying those is better than buying like artists full lengths Mm because it's like well dude i don't really want to buy this album for one song when i can go to the soundtrack and get a whole soundtrack of just different random you know especially with the movie you know like you said forrest gump had the the old 60s and stuff like that on there but um yeah that's funny i man you said old cassette (laughs) do you um (laughs) do you have any records still i have way too many (laughs) that's another thing too when 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 everything went digital um that a lot of djs just got rid of everything they just said okay i don't need this anymore so i'll just get rid of it those are collectibles now though yeah well not all of them uh but yeah (laughs) some some of them yeah so i i still have maybe 
I would say about 40,000. <sighs> 40,000. And that sounds like a lot, but when you put them in shows, it's not that much. <laughs> well, because, okay. so do you still listen? Do you have like a modern, like vinyl record player? Well, and all when that I, stuff? yeah, when I DJ, I still use uh, turntables and it's just digitized the way, like, there's this program where you basically get two vinyl records that come with the program and it has like a, a tone on it. Mm-hmm. And then you hook up, um, you download the program on your computer. And then uh, the mixer that I use, it has the, Kind of like the program built into it. So then when you hook up your turntables, you play off the program and then it sig- it sends the signal down to where the tone is. Mm-hmm. Right. So then it turns it into the song and then you can manipulate it just like a regular record. Right. You just don't switch records. You just use the same record the mm-hmm. whole time. No, because. No, oh, good. No, I was going to say DJ now is so like it, it's so far in the future. Like it's unbelievable yeah. the way I, it is now. I was going to say that there's like a stigma that DJing is a lot easier than it used to be now. Oh, yeah. Because, and people say that all you guys do is push buttons. Not anyone I yeah. know, but well, I've heard that before. I mean, even back in the day, we still had to push buttons because, you know, <laughs> things on the mixer still have buttons. But, I mean, it's easier now because now what, what guys do is they, or girls, they what they do is they go get uh, a library, music library from somebody, or mm, right. they just download off of the internet and then you can do it because not only do they have like turntables, you have these controllers, which is just a board that has knobs for everything. And then it has a button called the sync button. So when you hit it, it make it matches the beat without you really having to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's where people would hate. say, yeah, yeah, people hate on people that do that. Cause it's like, well, it's a button and you're not really making it yourself. You're just having the machine do it. Does no. anyone still like scratch and all that? Stuff? Yeah. But that's like a subculture thing. Uh, you know? I get you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, I mean, I, as far as vinyl goes, I still collect it. I still get new ones because mm-hmm. they still put out. Because it's, it, I don't know why, but lately it's a couple of years has been like a trend. Yeah. Like my brother, he, are trendy, he has yeah. one. Yeah. He, he's, uh, he was like a nineties kid. So he was like, uh, like C, the CD player. Do you remember those? The portable CD oh, player? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I had one because <laughs> wow. early in the early days, my family was, my dad put all the money into this house. So we had the nice house, but like everything else was like, we had like a CRT TV and all this stuff. And I was having a, and I had Discman when people had like iPods and Zunes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, sorry. I didn't know, like, cause I went to, to Target one time uh-huh. and I didn't know that vinyls were like making a comeback, like you said. And I mm. saw, I was so shocked when I saw like uh, Kanye's Jesus is King uh, vinyl just sitting out there like to buy. And I was Where like, did you wow. see that? Target. They're, every, Target. they're everywhere, man. Well, no, they're I'm all... saying because that certain record was, was like, this very just came rare. Out. Really? It is. Sure. I, I, I haven't gotten one because I know a lot of friends at Def Jam and they haven't. I saw that online for like a, maybe a month. Maybe I should have picked that up. Yeah, then. dude. <laughs> I don't know I, what I, I was thinking. I saw it at Walmart and I almost got it for my brother as a joke gift because he doesn't really like the album, but he loves Kanye West. Like he, um, Yeah, that's wild that yeah. that was there. Was that long ago? I might go get that. Bro, I, I might go back. We might race. <laughs> we might have to race for it, bro. Yeah, because I, I, I didn't see it. Because they, every time that I've gone to Target or Walmart where they have records, they always seem to have the same ones. It's just in like the back section, just kind of yeah. hanging out there. There yeah. was one, I think, left, but who knows if it's been picked up or who even knows if it's rare Yeah, or not. they say it's not even in stock no more. Yeah. yeah. Well, i tell you where we're going to have to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very... Uh, it, yeah wow you said at walmart man that really yeah. makes me angry <laughs> but no because like my brother he 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 likes uh collecting vinyls and he has a little audio technica one and a whole yeah. setup and it's really cool because his setup is like it has it and then above it he has a shelf where the where the album itself sits oh okay it's yeah, playing, yeah, yeah so it's like you know what's playing oh, okay yeah and i'm like yeah he has uh 
he has like uh god what was the or i guess randy could also answer it the the connie album where the it has like can we get much higher and oh the uh, beautiful dark beautiful, twisted fantasy yeah my, yeah, yeah that one and that one is awesome because it's it's four uh it's like four. records yeah and the whole way it's put it's, it's very it's very kanye yeah yeah because <laughs> it came with sleeves for the alternative um covers yeah so like you can have the the pixelated like the guy the angel fucking the demon or like the sword <laughs> yeah, through kanye's head well, yeah and i was like man this is very kanye you know i got a story about that album um really so okay you know that album came with like a movie it was it has, it has oh like yeah, a, yeah, a movie yeah. I, I vaguely remember that so yeah. uh when that was coming out uh me and a buddy of mine a co-worker at the time named dj ogre he's a guy here locally too and he we we got invited to go see uh waka flocka do his first ever performance <laughs> in california right yeah and it was at the roxy in la so the label guy's like, hey, come down, and we're going to go to the show. Blah, blah. I was like, all right, whatever. So then we're going down. We're like at the grapevine, and I get a call from another guy. He says, you know, what are you doing? I said, oh, we're going to L.A. And he's like, oh, you're coming to see us. And I was like, no. And he's like, oh, uh, Kanye's doing a screening of that movie tonight, oh, shit. and oh, it's only for certain, you know, DJs or whatever. And he goes, you're coming down for that, right? And I was like, no, you didn't tell me about this. <laughs> so then he's like, well, come on, and we'll go. The movie's before the the concert uh waka flocka concert so i was like all right so we went down there and it was random we just showed up and mm-hmm. we got in there and they took our phone so we couldn't take no video of it and seeing that on the big screen was insane just wow. in general and then after that we went out you know in the lobby got our phones back and then kanye's going around talking to people and i uh, i've posted this picture before on my instagram where i took a you know we took a picture together and he's smiling and everybody's <laughs> like what did you do to make this full smile because every picture he looks sad or whatever and i'm like dude i don't know but before that picture was taken we were talking about i was talking to him about uh, a tribe called quest Mm -hmm. and we were talking you know with hip-hop group and i was talking to him about something and then he just like his face lit up and then we were just talking and then they go oh smile and then i was like i've seen that picture on your yeah and i'm like (laughs) you made a joke about it and it's funny because you're not smiling at all i'm not i'm like (laughs) because i already i already kind of had a lot of interactions with kanye and so i was like because i mean but still it was kanye but Mm -hmm. and then uh so then you know after that's done everybody's like okay we're gonna go to the roxy go to this show so we go to this show and they have a, a media uh side of the uh, venue where all the djs and news photographers or whatever and you know waka flocka he he's a blood right and mm, yeah. i was like okay whatever and i'm standing with the guy who invited me he's to my left and this guy dj ogre's to my right and and then the guy his name is lee and lee turns to me and he goes man why did you bring your boy for why did you bring your boy and i was like what are you talking about you know dj ogre he's cool <laughs> and then he goes no look who he's standing next to and then we kind of lean i kind of lean and i look and it's suge knight standing next to dj ogre you know Mm. this guy who killed tupac or whatever no whatever and i'm like yo allegedly allegedly uh and i'm like yo this is wild i go and then i was like all right i'm gonna get out of here man just this everywhere this guy goes there's problems there's fights (laughs) he's he's that guy he's that guy if you see him at the party you know he's either gonna get shot up or shut down (laughs) and and it got shut down because some fight happened in the crowd and i was like man i gotta get out of here 
And then on the way home, I was like, dude, what did we just experience? And we went from Kanye to Suge Knight. That is the most randomest night. <laughs> that does sound random. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And that and it was, you know, that album, it's still one of the best albums. Dude, that probably. album yeah. was probably one of my favorites because of a game called Saints Row 3. I don't know if you've ever heard of that game. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. But that game, like, introduced me because one of the first missions, you drop down with one of the most, pop- one of the most popular ones, Power. And that yeah. song's playing, and you drop yeah. into like a pool party. That's insane. And yeah. I was like 12 years old <laughs> singing that song, and that's how I was introduced to the album. Yeah, it was super high because you drop down and you're just like shooting everyone yeah. and like beating people with bats. And, then, and like power is playing. You, in the you just felt hype. It, it was. <laughs> and now I still listen to that song as a hype song, like on the regular. Yeah, no, that's pretty hot. Yeah, that's it's one of those things where you're fl- flying down. And it's like you're in a movie. You're just like pat 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 taking f- out things. And yeah. I feel like I'm in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a great album. That's like I love that album. Uh, let me ask you, Randy. This is this is a relative question, but and I was just curious because Kyle said that you've met a lot of uh, famous people. Yeah. Who's the most? I guess the most famous is, is kind it? of arbitrary, but who's the most famous person you would say you've ever met? Um, I don't know, because I mean, to me, it might be I might consider them more famous, but then people are like, "Who is that?" I, I let me say, like, I guess world renowned, or like, mo- like we're some where like mostly anyone could know who they are. Oh, Quincy Jones. You met Quincy Jones? Yeah. That was crazy. That was another crazy night. Like, <laughs> I was at, it was at some event, and I, and, and a lot of these radio or, or industry events, they're usually just for industry people. So you always see the same people at these things, as far mm. as like DJs and radio people. And I remember I, I actually was talking to Cat Williams, of all people. And, <laughs> and then, like, somebody that I was with had too much to drink. And Ooh. they and they cut him off, and he was at the bar still trying to get a drink. And I was like, ah, I still got time before he gets real wild, right? So right. I was like, maybe I got like five minutes, right? And I'm walking, and I see Quincy Jones sitting on a couch, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I look around, and I'm like, that's Quincy Jones, right? And then <laughs> one of my friends was, yeah. So I was like, nobody, everybody was afraid to talk to him. Well, I, I mean, were they just like intimidated? Yes. And I was like, dude, I don't care. I'm not that guy. I'm not, I have no fear. So I went up and started talking to him and we were talking, I asked him, I don't even remember like Michael Jackson questions, like stupid questions that he probably hears all the time, you know? <laughs> and I was like, can I have a picture? He was like, absolutely. And we took a picture and I, I stood there and I was like, man, you don't know how much this means to me. And uh, you're a legend, this and that. And he was like, you're welcome. Like he wasn't rude, but he mm. was just like this guy. Like this is, <laughs> you know. And I, I told my friend, like, dude, I don't even care if I look like a like a crazed fan. Like that's Quincy Jones, man. Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah, right. yeah. I can't. You can't. You man. So and also another person that I don't know. I don't know if this is like more famous, but somebody that like was famous to me mm. was um, Run DMC's DJ Jam Master J. The guy I met him two weeks before he got murdered. Like that was rough because, you know, when I was young, I, I was I would watch Run DMC and he was like one, and Jam Master J was the, one of the first DJs that I ever saw mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. And he made people say that I kind of would DJ like him because when he DJs, he looks like he's just bored. And people always <laughs> tell me, why do you look so bored when you're DJing? I'm just like, well, no, I mean, it's you're it's, working. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so, yeah, I met him at a convention and he was promoting uh, some group that he had put together. And he was like, hey, man, you know, we're going to go to California and we're going to do a tour. Can we stop by your station? I was like, absolutely. So he gave me his info and I was I got a picture. I was like, dude, I got to get a picture. He's like, absolutely. And I was like, man, I met a, le- a, a legend to me and he was one of the nicest guys. Mm. And then two weeks later, 
friend of mine calls. He says, hey, man, you watching the news? I was like, what's going on? I turn it on. They said that he got murdered. Damn. And I was like, man, like, you know, that really made me like nervous mm -hmm. for some reason. Cause I was like, dude, I was supposed to, you know, deal with this guy and, and, uh, and he's gone. It's just, I don't know. It was just a weird feeling. Just like someone that you met and saw and I guess touched. I'm sure you yeah. shook his hand. It just, he's just not there he's, anymore yeah he's gone and 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 then you and then i think about too how long he had he had been around mm -hmm. you know all the things he had done and now he's just gone and it was like man like i started thinking i was a jinx i was mm -hmm. like man i'm not gonna meet nobody because <laughs> it is a curse you <laughs> yeah or something but uh yeah no i think i, I mean you know jam master j personally but quincy jones i mean that's I mean, if there's somebody else I'm forgetting, I, I Jam Master J, I would say, well, for me, well, I'd say for like kids my age, like I would say I would with people in terms of relativeness, probably I'd put uh, Jam Master J above Quincy Jones for our age demographic. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people know Run DMC. I yeah. really I think it's funny when like, have you seen this? Like when girls and stuff will wear like Run DMC shirts, ironically. <laughs> yeah. And then I've you talk to them and they don't even know who it is. Just yeah. like, oh, I just like the shirt. I, I always wonder about that when I see it, kind of anybody. And I'm like, do you really know? Like, you know, I don't really want to be like that dude. Because then I turn into that guy like, oh, you're trying to school kids. I'm like, no, yeah, I'm just school asking. School yeah, kids. like, it's just, you don't want to sound like a douche, but you're just curious. Yeah. Like, I, I used to do that with people wearing Nirvana shirts. Yeah, yeah, Because exactly. the design is cool. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, oh, so what kind of music do you like? And they're like, oh, I like Katy Perry oh and, <laughs> and Kesha. And well, I'm like, oh, what about Nirvana? And they're like, oh, like the shirt. And I'm just like, like, what do you know? <laughs> it's like, what no, are you like about? a legendary <laughs> grunge group. <laughs> oh, like the shirt. You know, what's crazy is that I, uh, I seen people wear like, you know, like Andy Warhol shirts. And some people don't even know, like, he was an artist. They just mm -hmm. uh, they think he's a designer. Yeah. And I'm like, man, look. But, you know, some people, they just. Yeah, they just go for the look, not necessarily the history. You for know? sure. But uh, yeah, man, I I met a lot of random. I met a lot of famous people. Also, a lot of people that are gone, not dead. I mean, mm -hmm. their careers are gone. Like, I wonder where I know where this guy is now or this girl. And then I look them up online, and they got like their real name on their IG, and they got <laughs> a regular job. I'm like, dang, you did a whole United States tour back then, and now you're, <laughs> you know, it's not wrong with it, but it's just like, wow, mm -hmm. you know. Kind of indifferent. Now, Kyle, I'm curious because I'll go next because I have met some famous people, but have you ever met anyone really famous other uh, than DJ Rec? Uh, <laughs> honestly, D DJ Rec, you might be the most famous person I've ever met. Man, we're going to have to get your list up. You got to yeah. get my list up. Yeah. yeah. You know people like. Well, my my son. Yeah. He's okay. RJ's met more people. RJ than has you. met more famous people than me, all thanks to him, though. Because I would take him with me to the station. Right. And. It was so funny because, uh, you know, uh, YBN Corday, or mm -hmm. now he goes by just Corday. He he came by the station. It was maybe, yeah, maybe January or maybe late last year. And, you know, he comes in and he and I have RJ, you know, he's standing next to me. And then Corday says, oh, hi, my name is Corday. And then mm -hmm. and then RJ shakes his hand. He goes, hi, Corday. My name is RJ. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then Cord Corday looks at me and goes. Man, you're raising this kid right. That's the most uh, mannered handshake I've had in my whole <laughs> life. Like, <laughs> how old was he when that happened? Oh, um, I think he was the same age, like nine or eight, whatever. Oh, so this know. is like recent. Oh yeah, this is recent. And mm -hmm. then, oh, wow. and then one of the coworkers says to me, "You need to start an IG page for him. Just pictures of him meeting famous people." I go, "I can, but he has to meet him. He, right. I can't just have the same ten <laughs> pictures." 
you know and <laughs> it's the same guy but just 10 different poses yeah. and different filters and shit <laughs> but he's met a lot of random like just random mm-hmm. people just because he was with me mm-hmm. you know no when i was a lot younger so in my adult life i've met more like actors when i was younger uh randy how well do you listen to well, let me ask you are you are you of mexican descent or mm-hmm. do you speak spanish yeah very very broken but yeah <laughs> no, so um do you remember bookies oh yeah. The, yeah i met i met bookies my dad used to drive there i got some of their bus. records at home actually <laughs> i got some cds uh right over there but no i met uh like marco antonio uh roberto we've we've uh wow yeah um i met him or I, I met him my entire life. There's like a picture of uh, of all of us together, and my dad still like texts with uh, Roberto and all that stuff. Um, Dude, then, where do you all meet these people? Like, that's what I want to know. <laughs> well, funny enough, my dad when he moved here, he is one of his first jobs was he was uh, a gardener in Beverly Hills, and he okay. met like um, what was wow. what was Frank Sinatra's other daughter? Not not Nancy, but uh, oh, that's a good Tay? question. That might be it. She was like the less famous one, but he met a Sinatra. He became buddies with, um, was the guy from Kiss, the guy with the long, Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons, yeah. My dad would, Gene Simmons would invite this Mexican dude into his house, like have, have coffee <laughs> with him. What? <laughs> but he met Gene Simmons and then like through me, I met like, uh, do you know Moros del Norte? Yeah. Yeah, I met all those guys. Uh, Fermin, oh, wow. he used to have a house here in Bakersfield. Dude, I'm telling you, every artist, when they come here, they say... They want to buy a house here mm. by real I, estate. I can imagine. Because yeah. they say it's not as expensive mm-hmm. and they want to just rent it out. Like every everybody wants mm. to do that that comes here. <laughs> That's been happening a lot lately is people have been buying houses and commuting down to mm-hmm. L.A. Yeah. for their, no, their the, actual the, stuff. The, the downtown area is looking a lot more like cool, like urban-y. Like a lot of yeah. millennial age mm-hmm. uh, people are moving Is there. what's going on, yeah. 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 But uh, And then when I was like nine... So, Randy, did you ever see uh, Drake's uh, Started from the Bottom music video? Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. Maybe. Anyway, so there's a guy in there who plays like one of his homies. And in real life, he's uh, Drake's cousin. And I saw him in this like fire looking Asian chick at LAX. (laughs) And I went and shook his hand. And I was like, yo, I didn't even know his name because I didn't have a phone. But I recognized him. And I was like, yo, I love you at Drake's music video. And he he was so like he he was honestly like genuinely touched because probably no one knows who he is. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yo, I loved you in the music video. Did you he, were dancing and shit. Did he did he talk to you so much where you were like, okay, I gotta go, bro? No, like, oh, it that I, was, okay. I was a kid, so he was just being nice. He's like, oh, thanks. Yeah, I no, think he called me like little bro. That's cool. And then a couple years ago, I met uh, Henry Winkler. Oh wow! In uh, hey. in a hey. restaurant in uh, Westwood, <laughs> the Ponds. Hey. Henry Winkler. <laughs> You might know him. He was in Holes. He plays Shadow like, Buff's dad. I was like, yeah, is that guy. He's not he was, the author. He was right? in Click. He doesn't write any books. No, he does. He does the Henry Zimmer uh, child books. Dude, okay, that's where I know him from. I was like, <laughs> but yeah. I remember his kids' books, bro. It's, it's so funny that people know him from different things. Like, well, I know he's him done from, a lot, apparently. I told yeah. him, I went, <laughs> this is a funny story, because people probably know him from, like, the Fonz. And yeah, all that's stuff. how I know him. I yeah. walked up to him and I was like, yo, I was like, hey, are you Henry Winkler? And I shook his hand. I was like, oh, I loved you in Holes and Click. <laughs> <laughs> These movies that he, he probably doesn't even remember being But in. he probably like, liked that because he probably gets the Happy Days stuff so much that, you yeah. know, getting recognized for different work. They, he probably mm-hmm. enjoyed that. I appreciate it. He was having dinner with, I would have taken a picture with him, but he was like having dinner with his wife. 
and it was like a quiet like kind of fancy restaurant oh, okay. so i was like did you I, go up to him yeah i went you're just like <laughs> kid like, going up to him it's like that's shia labeouf's dad <laughs> <laughs> and i went up and i was at dinner with my girlfriend at the time her dad and his date and they all walked over and i didn't care i was like man i don't care i'm gonna i'm gonna say hi to this guy I, wow <laughs> hey. and i walked up and he was there with his wife he introduced me to his wife i shook her hand and yeah he was super nice Dude, you know what's so funny? These two, those two stories you mentioned, it, it reminds me of like the time I met Drake, mm-hmm. and how he said he was going to start a DJ crew called the Young Money DJs, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Would you like to be in that?" I was like, "Absolutely," and yeah, nothing. He <laughs> just got too came. busy with life. I was like, "Okay," <laughs> and then that, and man. also, uh, what was the second story you just said? Oh, you're talking about and Shia LaBeouf. That's yeah. what you said. I I was at an event where he was at. And he was part of the event. And I don't know if you remember, maybe last year where on TMZ, he went crazy on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. I was at the bar when he started freaking out on that bartender. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, what? I was there. And I was and I and that night when I got home, I saw that and I was like, dude, like, that's not really what happened. Like the guy, the bartender was being kind of a jerk to him mm-hmm. and he flipped out. And I was like, dude, I was at that. Like every time I see something, I'm like, I was there. Like, <laughs> I I wish I would have had my phone out because then I would have recorded that. But man, he he's cool. I was like, man, why do people talk about certain people like mm. like Kanye and Shia? I'm like, dude, these guys are like normal people. But when you hound them, of course they're gonna right, you know, go crazy. And right. with Shia's uh, like newest movies, like he came out. Did you see the Tax Collector? It came no, out this I, year. I was gonna see that, that movie. It, the writing is a little, but his character he plays this like super sadistic like yeah. enforcer for for the the mexican mafia in la and he's like he's good in it like his partner they realize a guy stole money and he's like oh this guy will shoot you in front of your kids you don't want that do you and shia LaBeouf is whispering he's like i do i want that when he's holding a gun to this guy's Whoa. and i'm like dude who is this guy <laughs> and then he did this movie with uh tom hardy uh called uh, lawless Oh yeah, okay. Did you see that? No, I actually have that. Well, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I was gonna say I have and that in my little that, list. That one is cool too. It has like uh, uh, Guy Ritchie, okay. and they all play three brothers who are bootleggers. And he's like the youngest kid, and he's like all timid. And then near the end, he's like he becomes this like badass dude. Wow. Who's working with like basically the like uh, guy who's supposed to be like Al Capone, played by uh, played by Gary Oldman. Oh wow! Like Gary Oldman's wearing like his pants all the way up, and like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's pretty. Yeah, I'm gonna go check that out. Yeah, I, no, that that movie, those two movies are good. Like, it was really surprising to see Chaya in a movie where he's not like a like the young kind of yeah guy. You know, I was gonna, I was actually gonna watch the Tax Collector because I saw it. Where did where do they show the Tax Collector at? It's on Netflix. It's right? on Netflix, right? Is it? I or, think. Where'd I you watch know. it? I, I saw it on. Uh, on an illegal streaming service. Uh, I don't know. Well, they, they have it on. They might have it on Amazon Prime or something. It's, it's I think on one so. of those. It's on one of it's those. It's on one of those like yeah. lesser known yeah. ones. But I was gonna watch it, and then I saw like there weren't very good reviews on it for because someone thought that the you can back this up that the the Spanish acting wasn't that good. That's what I heard. Uh, the writing was a little was a little uh, cheesy. This time. but it was it was good. It was a good movie though. Yeah, I, I might check it out. It though. was played by the guy who, or it was directed by the guy who did. It was David Ayer who he did. Like end of watch. Oh, uh, okay. So those kind of cops. And that one was good. Yeah. End of watch. That was and good. it's funny. It takes place in the same universe as Training Day. Oh wow! Because David, because Ayer also did Training Day, so it takes place in the same universe. So a guy who is a blood, we see that character in Training oh, in, uh, okay. in Tax oh, Collector. Cool. All right. So yeah, that was that. That's been cool to see. 
this movie. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was just going to, I mean, are we going to jump to our next topic? Because I have another one. Like, yeah, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. You don't we, have to ask me for permission. We just kind of broke and I didn't want to just like, you know, <laughs> yeah. we're talking about movies. No, and no, no. Just go for it. Change no, I know the conversation is kind of going, but if you have something, something. keep it. <laughs> All right. So uh, I know, well, I know we talked about this already, but um, how did you, Miliano, find out about Hot 94.1 and what started you to listen to that? Uh, what started me listening to it was in the early days, I, li- I grew up with a lot of Mexican music. Uh, you know Vicente Fernandez, yeah, uh, fucking um, John Sebastian. You know John Sebastian? Yeah, dude. I there's Man. a picture of me and him, and he's holding me uh, when I was a baby, and I'm dressed like a cowboy, uh, and I think he's like kissing my cheek or something. It's very wow. like innocent, but I'm like, dude, I have that picture, and this guy's gone, and he was a legend. Was he wrote over say. like two thousand songs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and um, I grew up listening to a lot of that stuff, but then my um, so like when I would go with my mom, my mom would just like be whatever and I would just change the radio and I would start at the 89 and go all the way to the 100s mm-hmm. and I would just go and I liked uh, the three stations I listened to in terms of how much 94.1, honestly, because you guys play a lot of good um, like hip hop and rap stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. 95.3 is my second choice and then 93.1 and then 101.5. Oh, so okay. with the, it kind of really helped introduce me to the the hip hop rap uh music and like uh all that stuff and like 93 helped me with like pop that was pop coming stuff, out because yeah. I I didn't know what was new and coming out I relied on the radio I didn't have an iPod or I couldn't go buy the new like uh TI's <laughs> new single or anything like that like so yeah. I relied a lot on that and it was just like I liked uh you know, just listen to the the DJs and stuff like that, like you and like uh, I don't know, if, I don't know if uh, was Romeo there in the early yeah. 2000s? When did Romeo? Yes, come yeah. He actually was the person who got me hired there. Really? Okay. Yeah, he, him and <clears throat> excuse me, when when we were doing that club that would broadcast on the radio, mm-hmm. he was the host. Oh really? So he was at another oh, okay. station before, and then uh, the station that we were on it flipped formats to something. I think it went to pop. Mm-hmm. And they didn't play any hip hop except for that club night. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm out of here. So he went to 94.1. And then about a month later, he called me. He's like, hey, man, they're hiring over here if you want to get over here. And I was like, yeah, because this is not fun anymore. <laughs> so we went. I went over there and I've been there ever since. Nice. You know, it's been a long time. You know, because I remember, you remember that one night, Randy, when I went to you? With there with you with the studio and I oh, was there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one yeah. night, I forgot where we were coming. Where were we coming back from? I don't remember. I just, we were coming back late at night, and we yeah. he took me to the studio because he had to, had lock, to go by there. He had to yeah. lock something up, right? Mm-hmm. And what was crazy to me was you were showing me everything. Like here's the hot ninety four point one like stuff. And then we go just one room down, and you're like, oh, yeah, here's 101.5 KGFM. Yeah. And I'm just like, they're one room away from each other, or a couple rooms away yeah, from each like other. Yeah, like 93.1 is a sister station, 101.5. Which, did um, you know that, that they're a sister station? I did stations? not know that. I I was a little afraid to mention it, because I'm like, man, what if, we, I wonder if it's like a feud. I was like, man, if I say Anthony in front of, in front of, in front of, in front of oh, DJ Rick, is he going to like trash me for Trust me, them? there's, there are actually, I mean, you know, we all kind of are in competition with each other, no matter how you look at it, right. but... There was one time where there was some radio guys at a station that were bad mouthing us. Really? By name. Mm-hmm. And I remember one particular guy would talk bad about me. And oh, I, shit. I remember it sounds so corny, but I was in a Taco Bell drive through waiting in line. <laughs> and somebody called me and said, yo, turn on the radio right now and turn it to this dial. And I turned it on and they were mentioning my name, saying that I was a horrible DJ and all this. And I was oh, like, what? I was like, who are these guys? I don't even know these guys. <laughs> so I was like, eh, whatever. And I went to a club maybe about a 
two weeks later and those guys were there Oof. and I walked in by myself. I never go. I always go alone when mm. I go DJ. I don't know why. I just, I just do. And I went and they didn't say anything to me. And I'm like, right. I'm by myself. You guys want to, if you think I'm that bad of a DJ and you want to fight me for some reason, right. I'm, I'm by myself. And they just looked at me and then they left. And I was like, what? and I kind of said to myself, well, they're just doing it for the theater of it, you know, trying to be those guys. And that station went away. And but do you think you they recognize, like, did they know what you looked like? Um, yeah, because somebody that was there at the club went and told them. Oh, okay. Because I asked them to. I'll be honest. When I, because <laughs> I, I was trying to, I always try to do this where I'm with like guess I don't know. Because mm-hmm. last, a couple weeks ago, I did it with my brother and his girlfriend. So I know them. But I was trying to like look up stuff about you online to yeah. be like, oh, like, oh, let's know him. And because, <laughs> oh, yeah, because I mentioned this. I, to him. I was looking up the other Randy's bio on oh, you guys' yeah. website. Because <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's two of you guys. It gets confusing. Yeah. Well, me? that's why maybe that's why everybody calls me a DJ name, but at work. But I mean, yeah, it's. it's and, <laughs> and I was doing that. And, I, and then Kyle's like, yeah, that that's the wrong Randy. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. Because you were looking at the other Randy for you sure. I was looking right? at the other you Randy. Like, crumpled up your paper and threw, the, <laughs> threw away those notes. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, and you know what? Online, I just, I mean, yeah. I could be more, probably more visual, but just, dude, there's just so much going on in a day that, like, like the only thing that I will literally post is what I'm doing, and there's always a turntable in front of my face. Right. So it's always either the turntable or the mixer or the laptop, mm. something. Because yeah, I had a hard time, like, on your Instagram finding a picture of you, because I was just like, man, I want to know what he looks like. And then I found some, and I was like, man, this dude looks intimidating. Because <laughs> yeah. it was with, when you didn't have your glasses in a lot of the yeah. pictures. Yeah, and, and those like, are the old ones, The probably. glasses make you look less intimidating. They make you look really? like a nicer guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And if I'm being honest, they make you look younger. All right. I will say yeah, that. See, no, I was looking. Right. And I'm like, oh, I was, I was, I was seeing the picture. I'm like, man, this guy look. He looks like he could be like a like a like a mob bodyguard or something. Like he just looked intimidating. Wow. I, and I was like, man, I'm. It was I'm back little... when you had lesser hair and less yeah, facial yeah. hair. And then also, uh, thank you for that mob enforcer <laughs> uh, line because people would say I'm a from Mexican mafia enforcer line. So <laughs> I'm going Italian now. It's all right. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I like there was people that would tell me like, well, I didn't want to come say hi to you, you know, because you look mad and. I'm like, mm. no, just say hi. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not I'm a mean like, guy. I don't yeah. And like, but the one thing that I will say that people do do sometimes is like when I'm DJing and I have headphones covering my ears and they try to talk into that headphone. I'm like, you know, I can't hear you. It's actually <laughs> covered, you know? But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not a mean guy. I just, you know, look mean, I guess. That's what everybody <laughs> says. You look mean. Like, man. No, like when I when I went and said hi to you at the door, I was like, man, this guy's chill. Because Kyle was like, yeah, he's chill. <laughs> I, I always told you. I'm like, yeah, he's chill. You don't have to worry so much. Yeah. He's not like a serious dude. Because yeah. Kyle was like, it's like, oh, he was like, oh, he might be a bit quiet. But in real life, he's really talkative. So I was like. All right, let, let's see how it goes. And we were talking in the kitchen. I'm like, man, the, the, the DJ Rex pretty chill. He's a cool guy. <laughs> DJ Rex is a cool. And then guy. when you get me on a podcast where I can talk to my, you know, hear myself, I'm mm-hmm. even more awesome. Uh, <laughs> hearing my voice. Uh, yeah, no, I. You know what? I, I. Uh, that's another thing too that I try to tell like like guys that just start DJing. Mm-hmm. I tell them like, don't be like, have no fear, but still be like smart right. because when you come into this game and you know, uh, like I tell them like, don't don't think you're already somebody Mm -hmm. because there's so many DJs in this town that have a sense of accomplishment and haven't done anything, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's just like, dude, I mean, I know, I mean, you're in Bakersfield yeah. and no offense (laughs) to Bakersfield, but like once you, once you get your name out there to other places, then, you know, still, you got to still be somewhat humble because that's not, that's not a good look. You know, there's DJs that I, I've met that are like, you know, 
big DJs, you right. know, and they're the nicest people. And that you can see how that they, they've gotten to where they're gone because they're not, you know, I'm not saying they're not cutthroat, but they they know when to be that way and when not to be. And some mm-hmm. DJs are always like that, you know, always rude and think they're this and that. It's like, man, come on, man, you're just a DJ, you know. Yeah, <laughs> That's how I always chill look out, at. bro. <laughs> chill out. Yeah, people bro. tell me they go, well, you're so chill. You don't, you know, you you're not like these other guys. I'm like, yeah, because I'm in Bakersfield, yeah. man. Like, <laughs> I love Bakersfield, but I mean. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just that's that's too much drama. There's places that are bigger. Yeah, stuff like yeah, that. yeah. And you know, I've gone and I've made a lot of friends in this business, and it's not that big. Mm-hmm. I mean, all these DJ radio DJs know each other, mm-hmm. like L.A., New York, Chicago. Like we all are friends because we're all in the same type of business, so we know the struggles and what it's like. And you know, a lot of the young guys they don't know it that way yet mm-hmm. and when you know it that way then it'll it'll knock you down a couple of pegs. right like yeah. they just they don't want to <clears throat> climb up the ladder they just want to yes yeah. you know there's a lot of and and you know uh, there's a term now called free jays which is basically djs who do gigs for free mm-hmm. and i've been hearing that a couple you know in the past couple years i'm like dude that's been around since before digital mm-hmm. you know when i was carrying records you were doing that i thought yeah weren't you back in the earlier well days. yeah you would do you would do gigs for 50 dollars. you know when you're a teenager you're like all right whatever but then when right. you get when you're trying to make it like a career mm-hmm. then you have to change your mindset you can't do uh you know hundred dollars for five hours and some yeah. guys are out here doing that and that's just like insane i would never and that's another thing too about me that will, i will say that i like is my reputation is i don't really do anything for free mm-hmm. so if you're gonna call me you're gonna have to have some type of budget Cause I can't, <laughs> I can't do it for, there's people that I've asked. I mean, don't, I get asked like, Oh, I got a wedding. It's six hours. How much do you charge? And I tell them and they go, Oh, all I got is $200. I'm like, that's only for two hours. I'm not right. going to go out there for all these amount of time, put all the work in. And mm-hmm. then, mm-mm. so I, I just want guys to go out there and know their worth, you know? Right. Cause when you're DJing, you're the center of the event. Mm-hmm. You know, you take you out of the equation. There's a lot that can't mm-hmm. happen, you know? And Right. You know, some yeah. guys, they don't think that way. Because like back when I used to do photography, I did a lot of like, I did a lot of free stuff. And the biggest thing I got was my cousin's 30th uh, birthday party. And I was going to do that bitch for free. And he was like, oh, how much do I owe you? And he's like, nah, man, I'm going to pay you. You put the work in, uh, all this stuff. I spent like hours editing all these pictures. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool as fuck that. Like he paid me without like he could have just gotten a free whatever yeah and he was just like nah man i'm gonna pay you i think i only charged him like 150 bucks but yeah. see but now nah, he know that that's a job mm-hmm. you know and that's that's good because you know there's a lot of people out there i got asked to do an event one time and it was for a company that was that was has money they're, mm-hmm. they're a huge company and i said it was a christmas party and i said well I'll, you know it's twelve hundred dollars because it was a, like a long event mm-hmm. and they said well our budget only has uh it's for four 400 and i was like you guys are only gonna pay 400 dollars." and i was like no i'm good and a friend of mine did it and i was and i texted him i was like you cheapskate like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why and that's the thing i say i go man free jays have been around forever that's right. been something that that goes with any type of career there's always going to be somebody who'll do it for less mm-hmm. and you just got to know how to you know hustle hustle it the right way you know, to get your worth, you know, if there's any uh, upcoming DJs listening here, then this is great <laughs> advice for them. I'd yeah, say. man. And and you know what? Also, I would tell them learn the right way to DJ, because that's mm-hmm. the one thing a lot of DJs don't know. They just go out and play music and they don't really learn the art of like mixing and transitions and getting on the mic. And that's a lot. That's a lot to know. So you when know? when you're DJing, 
do you like at a like a club or anything do you ever like read try to read people and see if they're into it or see if they're not oh into dude it? i'm the king at that i can <laughs> i can read a room and i i can even i don't know what it is it's just that's a gift i mean i don't think you can <laughs> learn that because mm. You, Sounds hard to me. A lot of DJs play for themselves. Right. They play what they like and expect the crowd is going to like it because you're there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But nah, the crowd, e- even if they want to hear stuff that they've heard a million times, give it to them. Mm-hmm. You know, if they've heard Drake <laughs> a million zillion times, play Drake. You yeah. Because like the DJs at Casa Tequila, they were, it was weird because they had the outdoor section and the indoor section. Yeah. Two DJs playing different music. And I was like, at first I was like, man, this is kind of weird. But then once you're in one area, you can't even hear the other yeah. area. So I was like, all right. But like the music I heard there was because it's a pure, it's Mexican oriented. Mm-hmm. But dude, the times I heard like WAP that night, I heard that bitch like four times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm and, like, we get it. <laughs> that song gets on my nerves a bit. Not yeah. Bad. That's one of those things where, you know, there is also an overkill if you do yeah. that, you know, because I, there's been times where there's a song that is just so massive that you just have to play it more than once, but you don't have to necessarily play it back to back to back, you know, play it once and maybe 45 minutes later, play it again. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, that's, I don't know. Cause then they run, I mean, that's that to me. I, I'd hate to do that back to back to back like that. What if you, uh, what if you, sorry, I'm going to ask no, this question. <laughs> what if you ha- had to play Savage Love over and over again? How annoyed would you get? Because I know you're not a big fan of that song. <laughs> I just don't know why Jason Derulo always tell us who he is at the beginning of each song. I'm like, Jason we, we know who you are, bro. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't care. That's like I said, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. I, whatever the crowd wants. Whatever they yeah, want. Yeah, that's how I've always been. Like, if they want to hear Savage Love, mm-hmm. fine. If they want to hear... <laughs> I don't even know what other song would be like annoying to some people. Maybe I don't know. Is but, there another song that you just like are tired of that you've played over and over again? Or that you um, listen to a lot? Anything? Not really, because I don't listen to much music. Really? That's shocking. No, actually. I'm just kidding. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a DJ. I don't really like music. Uh, yeah. I mean, I <laughs> go through, like there are times where I'll get, you know, um, uh, folders from certain DJs where they make, you know, their little versions or whatever, or remixes that I get. Mm-hmm. And I have to, I want to listen to them to make sure some are good and I'll trash the ones that are whatever. And, you know, I, there's times where I'll get sick of a song really fast, but I can't really like, mm-hmm. I don't take it out on nobody. I just yeah. play it cause I get paid to play it. You know? <laughs> what's your, uh, what's your favorite genre of music? That's uh... man. I don't know. Wow. I don't know because you know what I listen to my, like personally, it's just stuff. I mean, of course it's like older stuff, but it's like, um, like for some reason I was always, even when I was younger, I was into like dance hall, oh. like reggae. Like there is just something about that music mm-hmm. that is so high energy, even though it's not really fast, mm-hmm. a lot of it that I just couldn't get away from. And then like, I don't know, like, um, like R and B stuff. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really chill. You, I'm not like, you're I, just <laughs> like me. I love chill music. I, yeah. uh, this is what I always ask people that can't narrow down answer. Is there a music genre you cannot stand? Uh, not really, because we're being the kind of DJ and open format guy, mm-hmm. I have to kind of be up on all of it. And like, I, would you do a screamo gig? Sure, if they got a budget <laughs> for it. <laughs> uh, like that's a that's a genre of music. Like the hardest I'll listen to is like some Marilyn Manson stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like other other screamo artists, I just. I don't get it. Well, it's, uh, and also, I don't know if they would have a four-hour gig of something like that. You know what I mean? Like, I've never heard of a gig like that. Like, I, I know a lot of friends that are into uh, that type of music, and they just say that they don't really go to clubs or whatever. Yeah. It's just, you know. But, I mean, 
I've done gigs where it's been all like country mm-hmm. and I'm not really, <clears throat> excuse me, a country guy. I don't hate it, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, eh, you know, it, I, with country. Cause that was another one I wanted to bring up. I like older and new, new stuff. Like I like, uh, like Johnny Cash, yeah, Hank yeah. Williams, like that, where you can hear how bad you can hear the low fidelity yes. in the speakers, yeah. like that old shit. Yeah. And then now, like Midland, like they make that drinking problem song. Yeah, like yeah. their stuff is. I like their stuff. It's or like, um, I mean, there's Midland, there's Dan and Shay mm-hmm. that I, I'm like, okay, it's not horrible, you know what I mean? And then, uh, I mean, there's just so much of it that I don't that I, I don't hate, and I'm like, I start thinking to myself. Do I really like this? Do I like Marin Morris? Hmm. Like, like Luke Combs? Do you know Luke Combs? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Beer never broke my heart. I love that song. Yeah. And you know, that's another thing too, because I do weddings and things like that. I have, I think right now I'm at uh, 820 gigs of music. <sighs> it's disturbing how much music I have. And it's just like, it's country, it's 70s, 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a party where I needed 40s and 50s music. Ooh, and wow. I just keep it all because I don't know if I'm ever going to need it. Would you play like uh, Andrew Sisters? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love Andrew Sisters. Yeah, I was I, I was like, they were like, they gave me a list. I was like, all right. So I got all the stuff. And I was like, that's not bad. I didn't have to mix it. Mm. Like, you know, a lot of times some of the music, like country, you just play it. You just yeah. play. But uh, yeah, I don't necessarily hate a genre. I just don't. I mean, mm. I listen just, to them all. Yeah. Say. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Right. But you have everything. Just if whatever, yeah. they, whatever the people need, <laughs> you have it. Sometimes I come across a song that I'm like, it's kind of already old. And then I'm like, I'll listen to it. And I'm like, dude, this is kind of hot. And then I'll be like super late on it, even though I've had it. So, you know, I'm like, <laughs> whatever. You know, has there ever been, has like, has anyone ever asked you to do like a, like a Japanese wedding or anything like that where it's japanese music or like well, that, that something like that cool. i did one time it's, it wasn't japanese but it was a samoan wedding Ooh. and they have and i got all this music and and it was pretty easy but mm-hmm. the thing that was wild about it is they have a tradition i guess in their culture that they play certain songs mm-hmm. and the bride or the groom sits in the center of the dance floor and people walk around them and kind of dance and throw money at them. Whoa. And what? I was like, and me and my partner that were at this wedding, we didn't know that because they didn't tell us that part. So all these people were asking, play this off my phone or play this. And I'm like, dude, what's going on here? Nobody told me we were going to do this. And the the <laughs> the husband came up and said, yeah, man, I forgot to mention it. So I was letting people plug in their phones to my system. They would play these songs and they were going around throwing money. And at the end of the, the, the wedding, I kid you not, they had like four hefty bags full of cash. And I was like, I don't know. I might be Samoan. Was that like, so a, I was like, <laughs> is that like a tradition or something? Yeah, it's like some traditions. I, I mean, I don't know what it, where it stemmed from or whatever. But I was like, I wasn't shocked about the tradition. I was shocked about how much money these people were walking around in their mm-hmm. pockets. I'm like, right. dude, I mean, six hefty bags full. <laughs> yeah. like, no, but I remember like in older Mexican weddings I went to, they would have the cash like on them. Like almost like they were strippers. Like it would be like tucked oh, into yeah, their vest yeah. and all that stuff. And also, I know the old school, um, not Italians, what like old Sicilian families. Okay. They would, the wife would carry like a little silk bag, and everything that was in a big gift, she would carry it, and it would just be like a like an old like coin purse or something. Wow. Like that. And the Mexicans also kind of had a thing like that, where it was just like a bag, but it like looked fancy. Yeah. Everything would just be right there, and they would just carry it with them. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I've never been to a wedding with all that money before. I was like dude this is wild i was like <laughs> i felt uncomfortable i was like man there's too much money around like i, I was like put it away somewhere because i'm always <laughs> i was getting worried someone was gonna kind of come and get it or jack right. it i was like oh 
But uh, I mean, with that much money, yeah, you gotta yeah. Be, be careful. About and I don't even know what so. the do- the nominations were. They could have been fifties, even if it was ones. That's a lot of bags. Yeah, I mean that's you know? a, that's Still. even if it was ones. I mean six hefty bags. That's at <laughs> least what like five grand, something like that. At least. Oh God. <laughs> like that. Uh, Kyle, I know you had some uh, questions you wanted to ask Randy. Some other questions, yeah. Or well, because oh, I know yeah, you made a huge yeah. list, so that's why. Yeah. And that's why I've been going on my phone. Like I was, uh, that's I haven't oh, been okay. texting. We've just been kind of taking yeah. turns asking you. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. No, so I'm not. Good. I'm not texting anyone. Cause oh I'm like, no. Oh, it's gonna hate the fact that I'm on my phone right now. <laughs> uh, I would say, what do you think is one of the craziest things that has ever happened to you whilst you were DJing, <laughs> or like whilst you were like just in the business in general? I don't know, cause I mean, there's been a lot. I mean, I've been in places that have been shot up. Oh man! You know, uh, that's been more than once actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been. I, I don't know. This isn't necessarily crazy. I think this is, this is kind of wild. Is one there was a club that I was DJing here in town that um, over the over the the period of it being open over a couple months, mm-hmm. it would get busier and busier, but nobody the bar wasn't making that much money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they changed the the uh, um cover charge right they made it like 10 bucks mm-hmm. so that made it eat harder for people broke people to get in right you know mm-hmm. so the club the first week of that it was it was half full the bar made like 10 grand before it was even like midnight so i was Damn. like okay this is kind of popping right here so i'm djing and then out of nowhere i i <clears throat> excuse me where i'm facing is the the, the door to come in mm-hmm. the entrance and the exit so i'm i'm djing and i see these guys walking with trench coats and i got really nervous because they look like that would like make me nervous too. five guys five old white guys walked <laughs> in and they were walking towards me they were just like like kind of just stone cold just yeah just walking and i was like what is this about? And then I was looking around while I'm DJing and nobody's doing anything. Nobody's mm-hmm. trying to get in front of them or nothing. And I'm mm-hmm. so then halfway walking towards me, what it was just one. The rest stopped and one and he comes up and he says, he's doing like this, cut his throat, like turn the music off. Turn the music off. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know who you are. I'm not turning this music off. So I kept going. And then he's still trying to get my attention. And then he he kind of moves to the side and gets in front of me where I'm looking. And then he puts up his badge. He's a cop. Oh. And he wow. was like Turn the music off. And I was like, okay. It's time to turn the music off now. <laughs> and apparently the guy who owned this club didn't have like a cabaret license. What's a cabaret? Li- uh, <clears throat> yeah, a license to, for, for dancing and stuff like that. And he didn't have the liquor license either. Ooh. So it was getting shut down, basically. Yeah. So I I remember that the club was done. They were throwing people out. And the guy who ran it he came up to me and he was wanted me to make an announcement. I said, I'm not doing nothing until you pay me. Cause I already knew it was done. So I was like, I want my money. So he gave me my money and then he got on the mic and said something. And then I'm loading up. And this is when I still had records and I was going and putting them in my car. And then I, I when I went in one time, he was talking to security. Mm-hmm. I come out and then I come back in and security's beating him up. Oh, and I was what? like, wait, wait, his security is beating up the owner? Yeah. And <laughs> because, and I was like, it, it, he didn't pay them. And that's what oh. it was. He didn't pay them. Or he said he wasn't going to be able to pay them. And I was like, oh, I got my money. So I better get out of here before yeah. you try to take my money. <laughs> that's crazy. And then man. so I started like, yeah, you better give us our money, fool. Like trying to play the part. I was like, I'm yeah. getting out of here, man. And I, <laughs> I booked it. And I mean, that was crazy. I mean, I don't, man, I don't know. There's been a lot of things where I've done house parties 
one thing that I mean, I don't do this anymore, but when I was younger, I used to do house parties. And then when they'd pay us, I'd call the cops on our own party. So we'd be able to get out of there. Oh, like, that's an old DJ trick. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if DJs do that anymore, but I mean, I don't, that's why I don't do really house parties anymore mm. because it's just too, there's too much I can go wrong there. Would you do like, like if Kyle threw a house party? Oh, would you yeah. Do that? I mean, it all depends on who it is. Okay. I mean, I, I don't do for just randoms that hit me up at the station. Oh, I got a party, whatever. Mm. Um, there's times I mean I still do house parties for friends and stuff like that or or people that I can trust that it's not going to be ghetto and mm-hmm. you know some drunk uncle's not going to get mad and want to shoot the cousin or <laughs> yeah. whatever that always happens <laughs> like you know so I I yeah. mean it's not necessarily one thing it's just a bunch and it always ends up shootings that's the only thing because that's man that's how frequently does that happen that happens a lot that a happens lot. a lot it's just one thing is that you don't see it on the news because the like the last time I was at a place I got shut up it was in the news but there was one like a following week at another club and it was nowhere in the news. So I don't know how they pick and choose, but I mean, I don't see it in the news. I watch the news. Usually yeah. They'll never see it. I wonder, I wonder if the club owners like pay like hush money to anyone that might know. Well, and also too, it depends on anybody gets hurt. Right. You know, if mm. nobody gets hurt, then I guess it's not necessarily newsworthy. Yeah. Which is kind of messed up. That is, yeah, that's kind of messed up. But, <laughs> but yeah, because that, I it's mean. like I, no one got shot. Oh, we don't care. We don't care. Yeah, because, well, actually, this that this last, well, that one time that I, I was done, at, what I usually do when the club's done is I wait till everybody's gone outside. I don't go, even if they pay me quick, I, mm. I still hang out because that's where all the problems happen is in the parking lot. So I actually did leave when the crowd was still out there. And I walked in front of the door and I was saying bye to everybody, me and a a friend that were there. And then we get to his car, which was like kind of close to the door, three car spaces from the door. And then I saw this car pulling up and it was driving real slow and it just stopped. And then a guy got out from the passenger side and just started shooting at the front door. And I was like, and I just stood there and I watched him and I was like, okay. And then he drove off and I kind of got down because people the security at the front door started shooting at the car and it was kind of like in my direction because the car was passing me and i was like how are you even still alive (laughs) (laughs) and so then they run past me and they're still shooting at the car and i stand up and i was like wow that sucked Mm -hmm. and they and we were gonna leave and they the cops came and they made us wait for like two hours and took statements which i was like dude i don't know nothing i don't Mm -hmm. know i just want to go home and (laughs) Two guys got shot. They didn't get they didn't get killed, but they you know they they got shot pretty bad. And I'm like, you know, it turns out those guys tried to get in the club earlier, and mm-hmm. the security wouldn't let them in for some reason. And they came back and just shot up. And that's what guys that's what happens most of the time. It's people that get thrown out or can't get in. They get you know they feel like they're getting punked in front of people, so they want to come back and do all that machismo stuff. You yeah, know? And, yeah. So I, I that's why when it comes to clothes, it's like. Ah, sometimes I tell security man, just be easy, man. You don't gotta be a jerk all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> yeah. just chill. Just be nice like, to these people. I was having a conversation. I don't know if it was with Kyle or someone else. It's like I don't think I've ever met a door guy that was like chill. Like yeah. they always are chill about how much power he has. Yeah. He always has to like peacock around and like swing his dick around. It's just like yeah. Dude, we get it. <laughs> I mean, there's some that aren't, but yeah, there's a lot of or that any are that like I, that. Well, yeah, I'm sure yeah, you, you have a lot more experience than yeah. I do. But I mean, there's times where like the you know, like the club owner will will come to the DJ and say, "You need to stop playing this type of music." They always say not play hood music, and I'm like, "This is what everybody likes." Yeah, everybody. <laughs> white girls love ain't no fun. You know, white girls love get low by Little John. Yeah, like, like they I, like. <laughs> like I one time I did. 
well, I don't know if I was a DJ, but so I was playing music for a party for my mom's like work party, oh, okay. which is basically playing YouTube videos on a speaker. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And I like, I was like, oh, I got to dress like a DJ. So I wore a red button down shirt and a, and a black tie. You got the suit down. Yeah. You got the <laughs> outfit down. Yeah. <laughs> and I was in the corner and I was playing all this like, uh, and it was like a kind of Mexican American oriented crowd. Okay. So I was playing a lot of this like, uh, what was that like anaconda and all this stuff uh like this kind of poppy really? stuff wow that all the Flame younger well like le, well uh, uh not no for that's what like the kids wanted to listen yeah. to, oh, I get to. You, yeah not for them because i was just like and i don't know about you randy but i hate when <laughs> that one time i'll never do it again with how many requests you get oh yeah but i was doing this and a lot of them a lot of the older people were like oh play like some reggaeton some like stuff they want to listen to i'm like I can play it, but they don't want to listen to that. They want to listen to, you know, American music. They yeah. don't want they don't want to listen to their dad's music or their mom's <laughs> music. And I was just and it was just uh and it was bad. And I fucked up cuz I played a uncensored version of a song. Yikes. Oh man. <laughs> and I was like, and I wasn't even get paid. I think I did that because uh, my for lunch or something like that, or like uh, my mom was gonna give me a ride to the mall or some <laughs> shit. And after that, she was like, "Oh, do you want to do it again?" And I was like no <laughs> you know request i don't i don't know it depends on my mood that day i'm never like a rude guy to people mm. even though djs joke about it i'm never rude but if there are times where people come up to you and man they 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 think because you're there you're doing you're working for them mm-hmm. and they say play it next i'm like once they give that attitude i'm like i always say absolutely and then like three hours goes by and i haven't played it because <laughs> yeah. i mean if you're gonna have a request you don't necessarily have to tip the dj which people do sometimes which i'm not mad at but you know i tell them like just be respectful like come at them the way you would like to be come at it about something a request or something you know and you know sometimes people are most of the time they're cool but there Mm -hmm. are some times where you know like when i do weddings i always tell them i don't take requests at weddings because there's always going to be that one family member who's drunk thinks that because you're being paid to be there to be the dj that you're Mm going to get to play what they want and like i said there's a drunk tia or uncle something yeah, some that always. wants to hear something and and i always say i don't take requests because i don't know you know when i when it comes to weddings i always mm-hmm. ask them a couple a couple questions and one of them is like what song or artist do you not want to hear and then they always say why are you asking that i go because how do i know that your ex-girlfriend didn't like beyonce mm-hmm. and she knows that and she don't want to hear no beyonce right so mm-hmm. i that's why i don't take no requests i'm mm-hmm. like zero no and i feel that way with uh and a lot of the mexican stuff like the corridos like if people request that song from whoever's playing like they can get shot up they, yeah. that's been hap- that has happened and it will continue to happen yeah or like certain artists um like uh do you know uh uh elizalde i forget his first name but he was like a like a oh yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and he died after a concert because he played a song that was like a diss song to the local cartel yeah and all this stuff and i'm like so like my dad will listen to songs here in the u.s and will ask for him that he won't even go near when we go down south (laughs) and it's crazy so i feel is it kind of like have you ever experienced anything like yeah, that? Yeah, like when they ask me for corridos, I, I just don't do it. Yeah. I just don't because I, I don't know who, I don't know these people. Yeah. You know, so I just, you know, when they ask me for that, I'm like, ah, uh, no. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't even yeah, like There it. could be a Sinaloa guy right there and the Norteño guy yeah. over there and you just don't even know because you're just. Just don't know. Yes. And, I, and so that I, and, and it's crazy because the DJ at Mexican weddings, that's hard. Mm-hmm. That is hard because <laughs> they all want different things. They of different types of Spanish. Someone right. to hear salsa, someone to hear, uh, 
cumbias yeah. and then and, and corridos and all this yeah. stuff. I'm like, dude, I, man, that's why I, when I t- when I have meetings with the couple, I always say, this is your what your day. So this is all I want from you. I don't want a request from your family, whatever. I'm not doing mm-hmm. that. And usually it works out. They, they're mm-hmm. okay with it. And, you know, when the aunt comes up and asks me, I'm like, hey, the couple said no. <laughs> even when they say, even yeah. in the day, like in the moment, the, the bride comes up, she's drunk. She says, oh, yeah, I'll play whatever she wants. I still don't do it. Because <laughs> you're inebriated. But in the sober meeting we had, you did not say that. Right. So <laughs> When everything was up there, we already established. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel that way. Because I was like telling Kyle, I was like, when like you yourself are drinking or drunk, other drunk people it's like cool but when you're sober and everyone else is drunk oh. you just have a horrible yeah, time i think i know that really well because i'm always <laughs> this was the sober one like i was telling you like because this last time i was these last couple times i went out drinking because i took my my brother out for his uh 27th party of course you i'm gonna let him drink it's his yeah. birthday why not and i was driving and he got hammered like it was bad uh but and then this last time no one got super hammered but just dealing with like drunk girls and everything yeah. around us i was just like and i was just there drinking like water and like coke and i was just like man i'm trying to get the fuck up on addy <laughs> yeah I, you know i used to be that drinker dj now i don't mm-hmm. really do that anymore so it's like you know dealing with drunk people with their drunk requests is like i've gotten i've been able to you know adjust to that mm-hmm. but i'm like man if i was drunk i'd be like oh yeah i did that at a club one time i was faded and the owner would specifically tell me certain songs and she wasn't like like about genre she would just say this one that song this song and i was like all right whatever and then one night i got drunk and this girl came up and she asked for and i never forget it it was becky by plies which that's i don't know it's i don't know how many that's an old song Mm -hmm. but so they come so she comes up and asked me that was one the owner specifically said not to play and i was like you know, I was drunk and then the girl asked me and I was like, okay, I'll play it. And then I play and I played the song and the owner, what she used to do, she used to run up to the booth and be like, stop. Like she would make a scene kind of mm-hmm. thing. And she came up and I was so drunk. And I was like, she's like, I don't, this is on my list. Don't play that. And I was like, but I have to. And she's like, why? And I go, cause she asked me. <laughs> and then she goes, what? And I go, yeah. And the girl was like, right there. I go, she asked me. She's like, I don't care. This is my club. I go, I know, but she asked me. Like, Dude. I don't even know what I was thinking. In your that. brain, were you just like, no, someone asked. I got to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, the song was over. And then, I mean, I told her, see, nothing happened. You're alive. The place is still jumping. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And she was like, mm. she was like, I'm going to let you let it slide because nothing happened. But mm-hmm. no. And never again did I play that song again. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. No, I feel that. All right, let's see. I think I did have one that I want to ask you because we were going to do this yeah, interview style, but with the way it's been going. It's, it's just been flowing. <laughs> no, and I, I love when it goes like this. Yeah, I'm uh, all done with my questions. So I, I think got a you couple. Can, you can get it. Uh, what's one thing you wish you had known when you started your career? Uh, you know what? I wish I would have known how expensive it was going to be. Because that, man, in my teenage years, I had a job and all my money went to records and like <laughs> i mean it it really i've i like literally i had like two pairs of pants mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like i had yeah. no clothes because <laughs> i would go and buy equipment buy records put you know mm-hmm. turntables on layaway or whatever and it was like man i wish i would have known that because then i would have been 
I got a better job or do, you know what I'm saying? I hustled mm-hmm. more. But then the more I got into it, I was like, man. And then by the time I got my equipment, I was like, okay, I'm set. But then like, you got to maintain the equipment, which right. the equipment, the you know, the fader goes out and all this. And it's just like, mm-hmm. man. And I mean, I mean, that might not sound like much, but when you're, you know, a teenage kid and you're not making that much money, you're yeah. just like, you know, I, I used to get mad because I would tell my mom, I'd be like, well, mom, you're supposed to buy me shoes. And she was like, that's why you got a job because I'll buy you <laughs> shoes. She would tell me, I'm going to buy you shoes, but don't be mad at the shoes I buy you. Oh, that's what my mom used to oh, say all yeah. the time. Because <laughs> when that. I was a kid, like uh, when I was a younger, I loved Jordans. Yeah. And I went through a phase of Jordans. I still have the my like the the holy grail in my collection is I have some air jordan fives the fire reds i went oh, all the way yeah. to la to get them i've worn them maybe four times i still have them in the original box all wrapped up and i was just like because my mom i remember when i was younger she'd buy me like sketchers from like <laughs> from like uh uh what's that from like, like ross oh okay, I was gonna yeah. say like foot lockers yeah like like shoes that could like that were like baby blue so like you could tell they were like girl shoes and i'm just like <laughs> come on mom and all this shit and then nowadays like like the shoes i'm wearing now they're like amazon brand <laughs> i got yeah. them for like 20 bucks Bro. like yeah as long as they look cool i don't give a shit about the brand and yeah. i won't pay like i like like leather shoes leather boots uh chuck uh i do like wearing old school chucks like i just won't go crazy with shoes nowadays yeah and i i was you know i was the same way back then but back then i there was shoes that i would like i gotta go get those i gotta and then like i was like i knew in my head i was like i gotta make a decision either i save money to get shoes the kind that i want Mm -hmm. or i just get basic vans or whatever that you know i would get and i uh vans i mean i've been wearing the same vans for like three years (laughs) and i love them they're great vans uh at that time, Adidas wasn't really that expensive. So I ended up getting mm-hmm. decent shoes that weren't, you know, that weren't $100. But then back then I used to be like, oh, man, whatever. But then I'm like, now I'm thinking about it. Like, I was all right. I yeah. had like Adidas and, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, Vans. And what was the other ones that I used to have? Uh, Reebok? Maybe Reebok. I, I had a, I had a follow-up on since we're talking about clothes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's up? So did, do you have, like, a certain attire that you have to wear when going into the DJ, like, to do your stuff on a no. daily basis? Or do you just wear whatever you want? Whatever. Because I've never seen you wear anything other than the classic, your classic outfit. This is, like, what I see all the <laughs> this time. This is because I, okay, I'm going to tell you, it's radio, <laughs> not TV. Exactly. And, uh, well, you know, when I do a wedding, you do have to wear, like, nicer know, clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, you know what's so funny, since this whole pandemic started, man, I went, what, what month are we in? We are in November, right? Yeah. I yeah. think... From like February till like last month, I hadn't wore jeans that entire time. Because <laughs> I, mean, I feel that I only yeah. wore jeans to because to, on Sundays I have a construction job. I that's the only time I wear jeans. Yeah, and so I you know, and I was like, okay, I got this gig I got to do, so I'll put on some jeans or whatever. Yeah. But like, you know, when you, it depends on what kind of DJ you want to be. If you want to mm-hmm. be like a club DJ, sometimes the owner will make you dress a certain way, um, right. will have you dress a certain way. Um, but not really. I mean, just as long as it depends on your event, because some people, they'll have an event like where you're DJing, like, let's say like a, a backyard party for somebody that it's like a Hawaiian theme mm-hmm. party. You know, it's all right to go with the theme, you yeah. know. But yeah, that's what I usually, sometimes I'll go and, you know, Halloween, put a shirt mm-hmm. on of some sort of somehow, because I don't really like to DJ with a mask on. That's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it, it all depends. It all depends. But I mean, going, right. I, I would say if you're going to go do, um, like clubs, you know, regular like casual is fine, but sure. a lot of times you'll see DJs who just try to stunt like with, 
you know, Jordan ones, you know, mm. and like, I mean, just doing too much, dude. I'm like, dude, you're doing the close. most. It's like, bro, no one's even going to see that. Exactly. <laughs> and you're going to get them dirty with all the stuff that's mm. on the floor. Like, you know, just whatever. But, you know, I, I've never been the kind of DJ to wear shorts to a club. Some DJs do that. They'll wear shorts. They just and, go shorts. Hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I guess, man, whatever works for you. But no, I mean, it d- depends on, I mean, well, I would say when you're going to go meet with somebody about an event, I would say dress casual and right. so they can know mm-hmm. that you're not just some round the way neighborhood DJ that right. shows up with, you know, two mismatched speakers and, you know, <laughs> right, right, a for kitchen sure. table for your setup and like. <laughs> Well, no, that's why I was a little embarrassed for our setup because this is an old desk, uh, an old nah, like cool. desk. This is a cool and desk, like, and we repurposed it because, uh, like, uh, like my brother who moved out, this was his old room, and this, like, he had his laptop here and all this stuff, and then we just switched it around, and like, I have these like little figures here and all this stuff, and what we were gonna do, because I've had this bad neck crink in my neck for these past couple of days, we were gonna push this over. Have Kyle there, and we're gonna have you over here. Oh, but okay. I couldn't turn oh. this. <laughs> yeah. But I like hey. this setup. This yeah. is a no, this is a cool setup right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Like I said, we were talking about the equipment when we, before we started. I'm like, man, you got hands on something that I've been trying to get my hands on for six months. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the the equipment hasn't been too bad. Like the the boom arm. Would you spend like thirteen bucks on it? Thirteen, yeah, yeah. It was yeah not these are expensive not at all. Yeah, boom arms easy. And then to get. like this one is cool because it came with the mic, so the cables are ah, embedded so into it. So it's already inside. So yeah. and I was like, man, that's that's pretty. That's kind of what we have at the station. They they're inside, you know, the yeah. arms and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, man, the only thing it would suck is if I need the cable, but I'm like, yeah, I'll just buy another one. It's yeah. not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, man. I mean, you can go to gig dress like that. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, these, these pants were expensive though, actually. I spent like, like 40 or $50 on these pants. Wow. And Those are joggers? These are not joggers. These are just regular jeans and they're really like, they feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. They're not like, they're super stretchy too. Like, that's what I like about right. them. But like, yeah, I could, See, like, I could start yeah. DJing like, I probably like couldn't go to a gig like this, huh? With my Joe Montana jersey on. <laughs> uh, probably. It depends on the gig, you know? If it's, if a, Ra- a, if it's a Raiders party, probably not, but... Uh, <laughs> 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 wow so so no no east side parties then yeah oh man <laughs> yeah, it's not. i i remember i did a i've done a couple of parties but one that i i went to one time it was so ghetto and <laughs> i'm not saying the east side is all ghetto mm-hmm. it was just that house yeah and i remember i got there and i, I was gonna go dj a set because a friend i was like oh they want to you know i want to go and do something so i'll pay you to do a set and then i'll be right back and i got there and i I, I kind of walked to the to the back uh, backyard and I looked and nobody had really saw me come in. Right. And I looked at it and I was like, no way, no way. It was too many guys. <laughs> they were all a lot of them were all on one or a couple of the girls that were there. And I was like, this just feels like were trouble. They all just like twenties. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm gonna roll out. So I hit him up. I was like, bro, I'm sick or something. I don't even remember. I just like, <laughs> and he told me the next day that. He goes, man, I'm glad you, you know, you didn't come because it ended up being a rumble and somebody looked at somebody and all this. And I was like, good, man, because I showed up. I just didn't like the vibe. And he right. was like, I figured <laughs> he already <laughs> yeah. knew. He already knew. He goes, I could tell through, through your text. And I was right. like, yeah, because I wasn't feeling it. But yeah, man, those kind of parties. Nah, I'm good on those. Right. So with like DJing, do you ever. Uh, what's your mom's name again? Carrie, with your because I was gonna. You say, could ask him that. He knows that too. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, because I don't want to be like your girl, like the mom of your kid. I didn't want to go oh, yeah. the whole label thing. I feel like this is confusing for yeah. everybody of how we know each other. <laughs> so I know Kyle through school, as I've said. 
Kyle knows Randy because he's your half. He's your brother's dad. He's my brother's dad, and yeah. my brother's my half brother. So then now I know Randy through Kyle. Through me. So that's yeah. the that's the, that's the, tri- so the like, triangle. Like we're sitting. Yeah. We're so friends, would, you, would you call Carrie like your girl? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, do you ever has, has have do you ever bring Carrie to gigs? No, because she doesn't like the women that talk to me. Really? Ooh. That's the that's it. That's the thing. Huh. I mean, she's probably gonna get mad that I said that, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she might not even listen. So. No, what happens is. It used to be a thing where she liked it because it was just, but the job hasn't changed. I mean, the job is the same. I go up there, play music, talk on the mic, and then go home. Mm-hmm. And she got bored of it. Right. And plus, oh, she I just see, doesn't yeah. like people bugging me. You know, it's right. a female thing. I mean, yeah. that's how it is. No, right. I right. hated uh, when I would go. It didn't happen, but I never wanted it. I never wanted it to even happen where I would bring, I didn't want to ever bring my girl at the time to any frat parties I was going to. Cause I'd heard stories about like, you know, fucking all the shit that happens yeah. to girls there. And then my girl would be like, Oh, let's go. And I'm like, no, I'm not taking, I don't care if you get mad at me. That's probably half the reason we broke up. But I was like, no, I'm not taking you. I don't want to take that risk. You can be mad at me, but I don't want to risk something bad happening to you. Yeah. So that's yeah. why sometimes I would go and she'd be like, Oh, you're talking to girls and stuff. And I'm like, baby, yeah, I'm talking. What am I supposed to do? Sit in the corner. I'm not going to fuck them. I'm not going to go home with them. I might have a shot with them, but I'm not going to, you know, if you're doing, if you're doing that behind them. the DJ booth, you got a lot of skill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, no, and I understand that. And you know, what's so funny is that I've, I, I've told her and a lot of people that when I'm at a club, for some reason, I always have the same conversation with everybody. Mm-hmm. It is the most fake <laughs> conversation. Like if it's somebody that I know, They'll come up and they'll be like, oh, hey, because they just want to be up there. Yeah. And I'll be like, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? And they're like, oh, yeah, cool. And like, oh, what's up? Are you going to get drunk tonight? Oh, yeah, no. Okay, yeah, well, give me a drink. Oh, okay, we'll talk later. And then that's it. And then they walk up. That's that's literally the same combo with everybody that I know. Have you ever had someone come up and just like ask you like a genuine question? Um, Not really. Really? No, I mean, almost nine hundred gigs and not one like. No one oh, hey, cares about it's you. over a thousand actually. <laughs> oh, uh, damn, <laughs> I thought you said like eight hundred some. No, it's I. You mean gigs that I've done? Yeah. No, it's been a lot. It's got to be at least a thousand. I've done so many. There's gigs that I've done that I don't remember that people will bring up to me. <laughs> <clears throat> I did a, a a formal for some high school and I don't remember it at all. And then. Somebody from that high school was at a club and said, remember you did the, I'm like, where? And they said at the country club or whatever. And I'm like, oh yeah, I did do that. Mm-hmm. And do you ever do any events for Garces? No. Garces High? No. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the crowds right there. Cause like Kyle went to a private I'm assuming school. you didn't do any of ours either. BCHS? Like, yeah. No, but I, I did DJ there one time. You really did? Mm-hmm. I, Wait, I, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, because there was a, when? there was a girl that I knew that graduated from there. Mm-hmm. that she just would would come out to the clubs and was like a, like a like she was like a listener she would right. call and request songs or whatever and then she would actually she did something there where she, i think she put on like like a fashion show or something mm-hmm. it was like just a like a i don't know what it was for i forget what it was for but they needed music and mm-hmm. she asked me to go and i went and i dj'd in the gym and they had the whole thing set up what year was that i don't know maybe 2000 and Oh, it was before. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it wasn't one of my years. No, right? yeah, the, no. but the Garces crowd, it's always, and I don't give a shit. Like I graduated from there, I talk shit about it all the time. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just the crowds are. It's it's a mix of like, uh, white families or white kids that have like super rich parents who mm-hmm. are never there, so they get all up into all kinds of trouble. Like I'd go to parties and they'd fucking you yeah. know have that around. Wow. And yeah, at like sixteen, seventeen. 
And I'm like, dude, I, I barely see this at like college parties. And I'm here in high school. Some of you guys like don't even, can't even drive yet. And you're over yeah, here doing this shit. And the, and the crowds right there, it just gets bad because. So like Kyle, your dances, did they have, was it just like, oh, girls can't twerk on guys and shit? Did they have that rule? Or did they enforce that rule? They, yeah, they tried to enforce that rule. There were some weird things that went down <laughs> in those places. No, though, because, because at my school, they had that rule and they heavily enforced oh, it. Oh, wow. Like the dean, literally the dean would go to these parties and just, he'd be like, the rule was, so we'd get a wristband. And if we got caught with doing that, we'd have to go to a cool off room. So we'd be sep- the guy and the girl would be separated. And then if we were caught doing that again, we'd have to wait until the end of the dance. And then that couple oh, had to leave. Wow. And I'm like, dude, what's with this shit? Like, yeah, if a girl wants to be holy on his guy, like, or if she's just having fun and she just likes to dance like that, it's, it's, it's just super, I don't know. It's a whole like Catholic thing. It's like, well, I mean, I went to high school and they did, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was shafter high and they, mm-hmm. man, those teachers were dancing with each other. I'm like, bro, <laughs> like, chapter <laughs> high is probably high. They like couldn't go out to the club, so they just took yeah, advantage of that. Yeah, I'm like, bro, you're. They were in the cool off room, like not cooling off. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is weird. They were some. I mean, and I'm not kidding. I was times where we would be at a dance, and I would see some teachers dancing with each other, and I look around. I'm like, the students aren't even dancing right. like that. And these, te- I'm like, whatever, man. <laughs> But there was um there was something worse than dancing that happened at one of my school dances. What did someone get caught, you know, doing the dirty? Yeah, has that happened to your at your school? Yeah, the the band room. What? The well, no, not in the band room. <laughs> uh, no, no, the band Try room the was da- like the band room was known as like the place where like people fucked that like couldn't bring their girlfriend or boyfriend oh, to their house. Wow. Well, how about this? Try in the middle of the dance floor. No. Was it Tupac? Um, that's what happened to Tupac. <laughs> what? That's happened to Tupac. That happened to Tupac. He had some interaction on the dance floor at a club in the middle of the dance floor people were watching i'm like whoa that's crazy well, it's kind of gross how like everyone knew that well, what was what were they what were they doing i don't know bro but i heard i just heard from a people who heard from other people that <laughs> now he what uh, okay go ahead that he that this couple was having sex in the middle of the dance floor and basically like somehow he inserted his wiener <laughs> into her in the middle and no one saw it, but we, everyone could tell and it's kind of gross how we could tell, but I, I, want, I just want to know the mechanics. Of I, that. Like the, I like them. I like I want to know the mechanics too. I like the medical jargon there, Kyle wiener he like inserted was- his wiener <laughs> yeah sorry i have great Meanwhile, i'd be like yeah they were fucking <laughs> it's okay i try to change up the lingo every no, now and then. you know that's crazy because i you know i remember at when i was in high school um some people got caught in just in the bathroom and that's basic you know and yeah. it was normal yeah that's like- yeah and what was crazy about it was they got caught because they were being so loud it, it was like during class and it's you know when during class it's quiet yeah. you walk in the hallway you hear all this noise and you're like somebody's getting murdered and you're like yeah. oh some, no, something is getting murdered but not you know not her actually but i, <laughs> but I was like yeah. whoa no, okay like, garces i don't know if it's the whole like catholic repression thing but like people were fucking everywhere like in the baseball dugouts in the football field after everything closed Good in the bathrooms Dude, like, that's crazy <laughs> i mean that did not happen as often it was it was like it was like it was like basically if uh like the wolf of wall street's like office was a high school that was uh, that was Garth's I I went. Yeah. <laughs> minus the midgets right oh, yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, i actually got into a fight with the midget at garces really really how okay well Why? that's messed up no no, no no okay hold on so he was like <laughs> you better have won 
<laughs> it wasn't a fight. I shoved him. Oh, okay, okay. He tried throwing hands. He was talking some shit. I don't even know what happened. And I was chewing sunflower seeds, and I spit them in his hair. Whoa! How tall? Like how tall was? He wasn't like a real midget, but he was, was just like shorter line. He was oh. a super short dude. And I was like, and I was like, yeah, what are you me? gonna do? Yeah, no, oh. dude, near midget. Okay, you're not. You're like what five six? I don't know. People call me a midget, even though I'm five <laughs> six. Fuck them. But <laughs> they're just super short. And I was doing that, and then he like starts swinging at me, and I just like shove him against the lockers. And um, the the soccer coach comes by, and he, he like grabs his fire shirts like this. And I was like, yeah. dude, I'm not a fucking. Just, I'll walk with you to the dean's office. I don't give a shit. And then when I was walking, my girlfriend at the time passed us and she broke up with me then and there she was what? like because she, she was like oh you can't eat. why are you fighting like oh i hate that kid too and i want to hit him but i don't and i know at, at the time i knew she didn't want to break up but she was like oh i just need to find more time uh for god and all this stuff and oh I'm wow like, bitch you don't even go to church <laughs> <laughs> and all this stuff wow. and then like the teachers made me uh like the next day we wrote an apology letter for each other and all this shit Uh, and i was just like all this like you know all this private high school stuff and but yeah like we never we never like threw hands or anything there was no winners just he started swinging and i pushed him and it was like that but like fights rarely happen at garces the only fight i really saw was between two exchange students two korean kids because one of them like spilt milk on the other and it was like and it was like a world (laughs) star fight like they were like it looked looked like like how two black girls fight (laughs) it was like that these tall asian dudes i saw the same thing that's so weird (laughs) and then this short like five three like cute looking uh like a danica patrick looking chick she was a soccer coach and she goes and she's like break it up break it up and she's hella short and like doing all this and it was it was hilarious to see wow (laughs) i don't think i have entertaining stories of fighting i remember one time at a club it's all club stories but i remember one time there was a a club i was at where i was djing and i knew security really well and there was a fight that well it was it was a little scuffle and then Mm -hmm. there was security guys handling it but one of the guys that was in a fight one of his homies Mm -hmm. was trying to get to it and the security guard was like kind of holding him holding him and he was like hold on just relax and he he didn't really have well he was like hold on relax Mm -hmm. and and then he looked up at me the security looked at me and then he was like just chill it's it's over it's over and then the guy kept shoving trying to get around him and then he looked at me and he made a face like okay i guess and then he cocked the dude because the guy wasn't stopping and he was like how am i supposed to stop the guy and he and then and then when he fell down the guy's like i told you to stop like after he punched him in the face (laughs) and i was like dude like yeah, when you get in the club, that's the one thing too about people need to know. Mm-hmm. When you get in the fight at the club, security, that's their in their mind's green light to go off. Yeah. <laughs> so if you walk out of that club like hurt way more than you thought, it wasn't because of the person you were fighting, it's because mm-hmm. security got you that way. Yeah. You know? Wow. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a little break here. I gotta run to the little boys' room. Randy here has to run out, so Randy, it's been great having you on Thank here. Thank you. I hope Thanks uh, for coming maybe on. you'll come back someday. Yeah, actually, we could do a part two of this if you want. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah, a couple uh, more episodes down, I'm down to come back and, you know, share some more, share some more experiences, stories. Yeah. stories. <laughs> uh, Randy, is there anything you wanted to hype? Uh, no, I just, uh, you know, hit the Instagram. I mean, my all my handles are all the same. It's mm-hmm. DJ Rec, W-R-E-C-K 1200. Mm-hmm. So on um, Twitter, DJ Rec 1200. Instagram, DJ Rec 1200. Um 
Yeah, I have a Facebook, but that rarely gets used. I don't know if anybody uses that anymore. Yeah, we have a Facebook and we don't even use it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just there. Yeah. yeah, my and my Facebook is different. It's DJ Rec twelve ten because somebody already took the twelve hundred. Right, but, but uh, that's the Facebook, and you know, just tune in every Monday through Friday ninety four one and. Call in with your request. If you hate me, you like me, whatever. You know, <laughs> as long as you listen, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and check- thank you guys for having me. Oh, no fun. problem. No it's, problem. It's been it great awesome. having you. And like I said, hopefully you'll come back. Yeah. But yeah, this is our episode with uh, Randy, aka DJ Wrecked, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Later, guys. <laughs>